Welcome to Anything Goes, the best geek and pop culture show broadcast in Long Island, New York. I'm your host, Timothy Rooney, and we're back with a brand new episode. And we're doing, as you can tell from the title, we're doing a new commentary track because it's commentary time. And as you can tell from the title as well, it's about Batman 89. Now, you always say that. You could tell from the title. You could tell from the. You could. Well, yeah, because you know, like I, I want to be able to, like to be. Uh, oh shit! I thought I was watching Rocky Five. <laughs> hey, don't don't shit on the Rocky sequels because we may do those one day. I will shit on Rocky Five as much as I want, <laughs> and I will probably eat as much Popeyes as I want, so I can get out of watching it because I'm shitting too much. But then, like, as you have, like, you have emptied out your entrails into the toilet, I'll say... I have emptied out, I emptied out all the Rocky Five in my system into the toilet. But then I'll say, I didn't hear no bell. Mm. No, but you heard a flush. <laughs> uh, so as you tell, my co-host is Mr. Mike Wilson. Yo. Uh, and the reason why we're doing this, because I, as people have listeners of this show, I've already covered Batman 89 in the past, uh, much to the chagrin of Mr. Wilson over here. I guess, I mean... You, I like, you it, like to playfully jab me about that. I, I covered I it with to... you, though, so. Yeah, we did, but that was like the very first thing we like ever did podcast was like six years ago, and uh, maybe one day somebody the will hear that audio. Embarrassing old days. You'll hear that audio, so, like, depending if I'm feeling adventurous or anything. But uh, this is a commentary track, so if you want to play along this with the Batman 89 movie, uh, I would suggest, uh, much like our friends over at Holy Batcast, because I synced it up their episode with the movie and it worked out pretty well, instead of doing a timestamp zero, uh, press play on the movie and get past the Warner Brothers logo. As soon as it's faded out, it's just the blue skies. Uh, pause it there and wait for us to uh, tell you to press play. We're watching it, the, the uh, Blu-ray version. Uh, the total runtime is two hours, six minutes, and 19 seconds. We got it paused at 11 seconds, if that helps. I don't know what you're watching out there, but all, all not all releases are created equal. So. Yeah, like I don't know if you're watching this on iTunes or in DC Universe or if you have it on VHS, Blu-ray, or I have 4K. it on VHS, Laserdisc, DVD, and Blu-ray. You, you don't have a 4K copy. That's the only thing you're missing. No, because like, I don't have a 4K TV. No, it, but like I, I, I had this this thought earlier today like the first thing I, like whenever i eventually get a 4k tv and player the very first thing i'm gonna get is probably the four pack of these movies um if, at least the first one that's for damn sure because i i i, I know a lot of people say have, they have issues with the new color timing on the 4k release i happen to really enjoy it but that's me but so get up to sync it up to like i said after the warner brothers logo has faded out so it's just the blue skies now mike you ready to press play uh yeah, we'll give you a nice countdown. Yeah, we we'll go three, two, one, play. play. Not three, two, one, and then you do it. Yeah, three, we'll... two, one, then play. Not three, two, play. Three, two, one, play. Yeah, well, we'll tell you a different play. Okay, you ready? Yep. All right, three, two, one, play. All right, as the Warner Brothers logo, as it says, Warner Brothers presents, and we're coming down to this weird uh, design here. Jack Nicholson at the top billing right now because he was the bigger star at nineteen eighty nine. I always used to visualize this intro as a kid. It's just like like a weird hideout. Right, like, okay, uh, what is your actual history with uh, this movie? I have seen it, it has to be since the fucking day it came out on home video. Because I know I didn't see it in theaters when it came out, but I know the, the famous story I've always told is that I rented this movie every weekend for probably the first three years it was available. Every weekend, I would send my mother to Blockbuster, and we'd rent this. <laughs> like, if her and my my great aunt, who we live with, if they wanted to rent some movie, okay, they get their movie. But I'd say, get me Batman. Get me Batman. 
And there was one day she got tired of getting me Batman, and she got me the Rocketeer instead, and I was so mad I wouldn't talk to her for the rest of the day. Oh, my God. I was so upset that she didn't bring me home Batman. <laughs> and the amount of times we rented it, she she probably could have bought the VHS like numerous times numerous over. Times. Uh, but that was at the time like when buying VHSs was not the norm because they were so expensive. It was like the seller's market was not the primary thing that they did. But still, it's like I watch this movie constantly. I- I'm surprised it never fucking dawned on anyone in my family to buy this for me for like Christmas or something. Um, now, because you were alive when this movie came out. Um, and you, you weren't. Those I- were- that's why they call them the good old days. Oh, stop. I've said worse <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Continue after you have your existential crisis and you cry deep inside. I'm fine. <laughs> I wonder what this intro could be. Yeah, I, like, I wonder what miniature this could be zooming out into. Uh, basically, characters created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Uh, Poor Michael Bill e. Finger. Uh, <laughs> he got fingered out of it. Oh, he was given the finger was by the finger. Uh, Bob Kane. Oh, look, it's a giant Batman logo. And. Yeah, I just do find it funny that you, like this, they must have liked to, to to swoop in and out of this logo. They must have used like one of those like endoscopic cameras they use for like colonoscopies. Have to be, or they just built like a fourteen version of this of this uh, logo. They just walked around it. Um, it's kind of like when in Dotland for murder, like the big like Gotham matte painting. <laughs> Gotham matte painting, the giant finger uh, on the rotary phone. This big city, and we only spend we spend the entire span of the movie in one block. And if you had just noticed, it's cut away now, but that big shot like down the, the, the street, fucking no traffic past a certain point. No, because it's all matte, it's a matte painting extension. All matte paintings. One big set on Pinewood Studios that had like the movie theater, City Hall, and the cathedral like all in one area. And like this is the, this is the most interesting part of Gotham. Yeah. Everything happens here. And then in Batman Returns, everything happens in Gotham Square. Yeah. That's, there's many problems with it. I mean, like, I, I get it. I get it. You know, you don't have, you don't want to, like, this movie already had a huge budget, I believe, and you don't want to spend freaking, you know, all of it, you know, building a city-sized set. Yeah, but the thing is, they, I'm, I'm pretty sure they mothballed the, this, uh, all these, locate like the stuff for on uh, the studio lot, and so that they could use it again, but. Burton didn't want to do that. He didn't want to shoot in England. He shot in Los Angeles instead. Fucking typical father doesn't want to ask for directions. No, yeah. Like, okay, when you first saw us, did you think this was the Waynes? Maybe. See, that's the thing. I can't remember when I first saw this movie. I I legitimately cannot remember the day I first saw it. The earliest memory I can think of that I have from it was I remember one of my now former uncles through marriage, who's currently incarcerated in a, a federal penitentiary, I think, for the next 12 years. Wow. Um, yeah. He used to have parties at his uh, parents' house, and, you know, we'd have friends. My family would come over and all my aunts and stuff, and I remember going as a kid with, you know, I think my cousin came with because she was, she's only like a couple months younger than me, mm-hmm. and they were watching Batman one night. It must have been when it first came out on VHS, and I remember just peering in, looking at it, and I remember down in the the like it's like a basement rec room kind of thing mm-hmm. aside from the the train set that uh my uncle's father had that i was mesmerized by he had a whole bunch of like wbab stickers on right. the wall 
with a whole bunch of like different logos, and there was one with a Batman logo. So I was convinced that WBAB, I have to listen to it because it plays music from Batman. <laughs> now it just plays the same fucking shit over and over again. Of course. 102.3 WBAB in New York. Yes. Fucking, if you want if you want a fucking snooze fest of the same music, if you want a fucking cookie-cutter radio station, WBAB. Johnny God listened to it too much. The guy ripped and he walked out the roof. Nobody yeah, lost. Oh, yeah. Or with these robbers. I swear to God, that one guy looked like he's made of fucking wax <laughs> when, he was, when I was a kid. <laughs> the bad. Oh, come on. Give me a break. And I just, this shot right here of Batman descending in the background with these two guys in the foreground. Yeah, slowly descending. And of course, you know, you know, memory being the fuzzy thing it is, I remember it being differently. Like, I remember it being more zoomed in on Batman, and I thought it was like a light shining in his shadow when I was like really little. Huh. We all remember things differently from right. when they first happen, you know? But that's the thing. There's so many iconic shots in this movie. Like earlier on when the family's going down the alleyway, there's like an overhead shot from like the fire escape as they go down. It looks like a shot right out of the animated series. Yep. And then we have this moment here when Batman opens his cape. See, these are the things. Like like this whole like the style, this design is, is what puts this above the Nolan movies for me. Because he like... We don't really know Batman yet, even though we know who Batman is and, you know, everything. But just the way they introduce him here. Like, I know if you want to go for an origin story, you know, you're going to be a little more familiar with this version, of, with, with that version of Batman if you go for that first. But here, we're just introduced to Batman right away. Oh, I mean, like... He already exists. He introduces this fucking, like, monster who holds his cape up like a giant bat and scares the fuck out. These guys do a good job playing off that fear, too. Yeah. And I've always wanted to grab somebody by the shirt, like how Batman does here. Just, like... Just grasp him in and just hold him over the edge of a building. Yeah. But knowing, like, uh, oh, I would accidentally would the, drop him. The famous part. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> and then he just jumps off the roof. And you're just like, what the hell? Like, hey, you see even the crew, he's like, what? Yeah, like, he, like, like, like yeah, exactly. What? Like, he can't believe, like, this, this man bat thing just attacked him and jumped off the roof. He flew away. Yep. I mean, uh, he's, he's, he's off just, to the loony pit after nah, that. And he's he's going, going to that rubber room in the puzzle factory. <laughs> and, of course, we got uh, Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent. People of Gotham City. People of Cloud City. <laughs> I'm sure that's how I meant a few words, and those words will count. And the Empire is here. Please, flee. We're going to knock down the door of that nest of vipers and bring the galaxy back for decent people. And we have not uh, Mayor Koch here introducing uh, yeah. uh, Billy Mayor, Williams. Mayor Borg was based off of uh, Ed Koch. How am I doing? How am I doing? <laughs> I'm not doing so good. Not doing so good. Even though he w did start to initiate the cleanup of New York City that Julian took oh, yeah. uh, the credit for. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and then we have James Gordon here and an empty seat of Bruce Wayne who's supposed to be at this Bruce gala. Wayne, yep. Not gala, but gathering, I should say. And they're introduced to the real moneymaker from this movie here. We have Jack Nicholson as Jack Napier. Yeah, he got, in, instead of, what was it? Instead of get was he, it instead of getting his uh, he, he had $6 million up front and then a percentage of the merchandise. So he ended up like $60 million at the end of it. Yeah, he ended up with a shitload of money at the end of it. I mean, that, that's the joke. That's why he... And he got to pretend to be banging Jerry Hall. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. 80s Jerry Hall. 80s Jerry Hall. Um... Uh, but that's the joke is made. It's been made elsewhere. Like that's how he's he's able to buy uh, front row tickets to the Lakers games for the past thirty years, mm -hmm. even while coronavirus is in effect. <laughs> he's just there by himself in the, in the Lakers stadium. Or whatever it's I, I can see it like Jack Nielsen. Like a coronavirus could, could try and get me. I, I get. I handed its lungs to him. He's too cool for coronavirus. Yeah, so he, he won't get it. 
Um, I don't think Jack Nicholson will ever die. I hope not. Now watch tomorrow. He'll end up dead. I say, please don't. If you jinx him, I will fucking kill you. But then who are you going to do anything else with? I will find... So- where, I, where are you going to go on Sundays? <laughs> I will prop your corpse up like how he does with the other corpse or later on in this movie and talk to him like that. Like, your friends, not bad people. No, you'll be like uh, uh, Chop Top from Texas Chainsaw 2. You'll have my mummified body that you just carry around and talk in the voice. I can see you being more like him than Jack Nicholson. Nom Ranch! Yeah. I didn't ask. See, he's too cool. You, you look, like a, even you look like, fine. Uh-huh. I didn't ask because he knows he's exactly. fucking fine. <laughs> and that's like the most that Jericho does in his entire movie, honestly. And that's like his mistress, you know? That's yeah. like he's like sleeping with his boss's girlfriend. It's a it's a taboo. In and his boss month. is Jack Palance, so that's even bigger deal. You're sleeping with my girl. And now we have crack X-Wing pilot. Uh, <laughs> Porkins. Porkins. Puts the pork in Porkins. With the, and he, he's <laughs> he puts he, the pork in beans in Porkins. <laughs> he has to be dubbed. This can't be his voice. Uh, you know what? If it is, is he British? I don't know. No, I think he's American. Unless it, he's able to do a good American accent in Raiders of the Lost Ark. It might be dubbed just for like audio quality's sake. Like maybe with all the police sirens, it was a little tougher to do. But he plays he plays Lieutenant Eckhart, which as as a kid, until I saw it spelled, I thought it was like what his name is Eggcart. <laughs> yeah, he he had a lot of eggs, and that's why he, he looks like an egg. <laughs> And then we have, obviously, Alexander Knox, the MVP of this movie, played by Robert Wool. Fucking Arliss himself. <laughs> they say he drinks blood. Say he can't be killed. I say, hey, you're, you're full, full of, of shit, shit, Knox. Oh, you quote me on that flick. Yeah, we're a few seconds early on that, so uh, don't, don't, don't readjust your uh, timing, people. Yeah. Premature joke here. Now, in the trailer, they use an alternate version of this. They probably use, him just- this is probably... ADR this line, they probably use the scratch earlier recording of the day. Or a different take. Well, I think for the trailer they did. That, that I like that take better, because it's more like, you could tell he's walking away, he's like trying to get his attention from far away. Right. But that's the thing about the trailer, like, it was just like, there was no score, it was just the oh, yeah, they had to raw smack, sound from the time. They had to slap it together just to just so people wouldn't, because they were freaking out over Michael the hiring of Michael Keaton, which I that mean, may the, sound odd. The but. fucking Wall Street Journal wrote an article about him being cast as Batman, how he's going to doom the production. Hmm. <laughs> and so, not Harvey Bullock here being bribed by Jack Napier. Mm-hmm. And I love this because, like, yeah, like it's it's a real set. I know it's it's a thing like the to mire at but like it, the fact that like Anton first's design is is bleeding through everywhere and the fact that it's raining ever so lightly even though it's it's raining in the master but not in the coverage I wish I could find that that old issue of Cracked magazine that had the uh, it was it was like around when Batman Returns came out and it was all Batman themed and they did like a parody comic of um of a uh, like a parody comic adaptation of this movie mm-hmm where, like, the Batman symbol had, like, a dollar sign through it because <laughs> of how rich he is. And, of course, we have Bob the Goon, played by the Bob, wonderful Tracy Walters. Bob the Goon. <laughs> I can't believe he got an action figure so early in the early line. I think it was, what was it, Toy Biz? Yeah, I have it. I think the leg is broken off, like you, most of my action with figures. With Kung Fu Kick, you broke the leg? Dude, all those things fucking broke when you play with them enough. Oh, jeez. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course. I well, have I, I have a whole bunch from the Toy Biz line. Like, the Robin figure does not fit with the Batman rest of the Batman line, because the Batman line was based on the movie. Right. But the Robin, because there was no Robin in this, it's, it's Robin with his fucking girlish legs out. I, I mean, you know, this is like, it was not the... Um, 
the Marlon Wayans Robin figure that was repainted white for the Batman Returns line. Really? Yeah. Because I remember wanting that one, the, uh, the Robin figure, because it, it was it was Tim Drake's Robin, basically. Yeah. It was a highly detailed version of Tim Drake's Robin. Mm-hmm. And so, the, of course, we're in the Gotham Gazette uh, pool. Well, I guess the – not the pool, but like the – where all the main offices I don't see anyone is. wearing floaties. No, 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 no. But like there's like – I forget the – Actual term I don't see this. a diving board. I'm going to go off the diving board if you don't shit. You're going to go off the deep end in a minute. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, and the Bob, the, the police Bob. sketch, sketch by Bob Kane. At Bob the pub. <laughs> what, what a, a dick. dick. Yeah, nobody believes poor Knox, except the hot woman that strolls in. Yes. Uh, we can all dream. Mm-hmm. But I like that, like... That's the one really cool thing about Burton in this movie. There's a lot of great introductions. Like, even that just little moment there where Vicky Vale is revealing herself from behind the newspaper. Hello, legs. Um, but you get to Batman Returns, other than the Penguin and Catwoman, like, nobody else gets a nice introduction. It's kind of more matter-of-factly, and it seems a little disappointing. Like, not saying he didn't care about Batman Returns, but the fact that I think there's more, I don't know, more effort put into this one. I don't know if I'm articulating this uh, the right way. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm fine with. I'm fine. Oh, excuse me. I'm fine with both. I guess. I mean, I love the, like Bruce Wayne standing up into the uh, signal when it's blasted into. Uh, well, by that point, we already know Batman. So right. We already know Bruce Wayne. We already know Batman. Yeah, but there's so many great moments. Like Batman comes through the skylight at one point later in this movie. That he comes in. He makes an introduction at the uh, uh, Axis Chemicals. Is fantastic. I like the intro in. Um, Batman returns when he comes and beats the shit out of the Red Triangle gang for the first time. <laughs> He's walking down the street and just backhands the one skeleton dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just I, I know I noticed like when they show that like close up of like the, the trippers coming out mm-hmm. on the Batmobile, he got like this close to like a, a citizen, so they must have retracted back in really close. Yeah. This son, son of a bitch. bitch. Uh, Jack Palance. Who apparently did not like Tim Burton at all. And it was very difficult to deal well, with. Well, I don't like Tim Burton anymore. Well, no, but like, uh, him as a, like, he thought he was a snot nosed kid. Like, like, who the hell do you think you are directing me? Yada, yada, yada. Like, he had been around for nearly um, 30 the, years at this point. Um, I'm the director. <laughs> oh, nobody. I'm just the director. Who that's, am I directing? That's the one cool thing that Jack Nicholson stood up for Tim Burton so many times throughout the production. Yeah. And so many people went to bat for him. Tim, your jokes suck. You should be dropped in acid. <laughs> you know, you're not the first person who suggested I do that. What, drop your jokes in acid? No, just be dropped into acid. Oh, okay. I didn't say you, but, I mean, if you're if you're suggesting that, that I'm cool with that. I'm down. I'm, I'm pretty pale as it is. I don't know if I can get more. I become translucent if I do that. That's also preferable. Oh, wow. All we'll see is just red beard and hair. <laughs> the red mane of hair that I got going on yeah. right now. Like, oh my god, that fire is walking. <laughs> I just clear out whatever store I walk into now. Uh, is it so far off the ground? You see sprinklers go off because they think <laughs> there's fire. Uh, and so I love the Jack Napier is already wearing purple mm-hmm. um, before he even becomes the Joker here. And he's, as in rev- he's actually having reservations of going out to clear out Axis Chemicals. Well, you saw before, since we're too busy making fun of each other than paying attention to the movie we're doing a commentary track on. Of course. Um, as soon as uh, Alicia... Jerry Hall's character walks up, you know, and, you know, Jack Palance, uh, Grissom says, could you wait in the next room? He notices the look fucking Jack gives to her and that she gives to him, so he knows that something's up. Yeah, and it's not often you see somebody taller than Jack Nicholson in a movie. 
I mean, like, he's like, what? He's giving me a look like, what the fuck was that about? Is that true? I don't know how tall Jack Nicholson I think is. Like, I always thought he was yeah. kind of shorter. I, I thought he was at least six foot. Really? I, I might be mistaken. Uh, I mean, like, you put him next to the chief and one flew with the cuckoo says, yeah, he looks tiny compared to him. Get me Lieutenant Eckhart. 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 Now, what the fuck is the name of the place that Wayne Manor was at? It's a castle. Yes, I know, but Nebworth Mansion, I think. I think that there were two British mansions used for uh, Wayne like Manor. One for the exterior and one for the interior? I think for multiple exterior shots. Okay. And I think... This is why we have the internet here. This but is why this we is have why... the internet here. <laughs> okay. I love the fact that so many people are just putting like 5 and $10 bills in the Save the Festival like um, fund, but um, everything else, like everybody's betting hundreds and everything like that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll save the festival. He'd be like, I'm here to make money. <laughs> yeah, they found those dollar bills like on the floor of the Rolls Royce. <laughs> oh, here you go. Or the fact that everything's rigged. And like they, that, they like Bruce Wayne is swindling everybody out of money. That would be funny. And of course, that would be had, great. And he tips him a dollar. <laughs> Poor Alfred. Michael, Go- Michael Goff here. Michael Goff, the amazing Michael Goff. I never used to know what that was. I thought he was giving him like a used napkin or something <laughs> back in the, like when I watched this on VHS. Like, yeah, here's my dirty hanky. Can you please kink clean this for me? I thought, it, like, <laughs> like a little like uh, uh, cocktail napkin that they use as a coaster under your drinks at the bar. Right. Um, okay, I never understood this moment here when Vicky Vale comes up to uh, when Bruce, Bruce Wayne's Wayne. signing to buy fucking the New York Jets or something. <laughs> he's not Gary V. He's not trying to buy New York Jets, um, but he he doesn't he lies about the uh, who he is here. Huh. Nebworth House and Hatfield House were Wayne Manor. And I like the fact that oh, I keep saying that um, Michael Keaton's uh, eyebrows just naturally look like uh, bat wings. They definitely do look like the the contour of the brow on the cowl, like um, perfectly. I know in the new Adventures of Batman and Robin, like the fourth season of that show, they kind of drew the redesign of Bruce Wayne looked look similar to that. I'm trying to picture it now. You ever play craps? Uh, only on the toilet. Should have saw that one coming. <laughs> uh, is I do. I've never been to a casino before. Really? You no, know that I never have. I've I've never lost. Uh, like I, like I, I I okay. That's not true. I've lost, but I've never. I've always ended my streak up. I know, like I've gone up, I've lost money, but I've always gone back up, and I called it after that once you, I got my money back. You have learned to quit while you're ahead. Yeah. I want to play the blackjack table because I've, I've gotten a uh, knack for that. Blackjack's my favorite. Crabs I enjoy. Uh, roulette, I'm like, ah, that, that's, you're literally spinning the wheel right there. That yeah. is. But it's not as bad as like slot machines. Like slot machines, you're just giving money away. <laughs> and Knox is uh, trying to press the issue here, trying <laughs> to find out where, like, can anybody comment on Batman he's here? The, he's the guy that when he shows up at the party, everyone just leaves. Uh, now imagine if Knox exists today, would he like be like an InfoWars person uh, trying to prove that Batman re- is existing? I don't think he'd be that fucking egregious because he does seem kind of spineless and simpering, so. Uh, and so Eckhart is on his way to access. He'd, he'd definitely have like a, a, a website, like a fucking Weekly World News kind of website. Yeah. Uh, so Knox and Vicky Vale looking for Bruce, uh, looking for Commissioner Gordon. They end up in this armory. That's what you do. You just wander around a fucking mansion, spooky mansion. 
Yeah, nobody's watched that episode of Scooby Doo in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what kind of trapdoors are in there. Yeah, there would there would be a monster hiding in those suits of armor <laughs> that takes a swing at them. And yeah, then, like the eyes would be moving through the visor yes. watching them. And then they go running through the hallway, it, it, crisscrossing <laughs> different doors, but coming out at different ends of the With hall. With surf music as that background yep. noise. Uh... And then they stop to do like a little dance number <laughs> real quick. All of them. Uh, oh man, Hanna Barbera. So, I love how Bruce Wayne's prepared for World War War to return with his gas mask. <laughs> King of the, of the Wicker, Wicker People. people. Uh, I wonder where he got this one from. He's so bad at schmoozing with women. Oh, oh where did he get this one? Oh, oh, oh. Japanese. How do you know? bought in Japan. And his game instantly died when the millionaire walked in. <laughs> or oh. when the billionaire, I'd say, by this point. Well, I think he was a millionaire at this point. I don't think they had adjusted for inflation to be billionaire just yet. I would say by the by the end of the Reagan administration, oh, you yeah. pretty much have to be a billionaire yeah. to be considered rich. The rich people got richer. Uh, mental uh, Ill, Ill people were dumped down the street. You know, the good old days. Mm. Like today? <laughs> it's... I love how like well he's trying to stay in the conversation here. He's trying to he's trying to like stay funny, but he he's like the guy. He's, he's like the guy that like he's schmoozing the woman, then like the 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 alpha walks in and he's just still trying to like make everyone laugh, but then everyone just looks at him awkwardly. Yeah, and and she looked fed up with him at that moment, like a few seconds ago. And whenever I have to decide a quantity or something like that, what runs through my head is uh, six six uh, yeah, six is good. Six is good. You've made this reference many a time. I know. Via text message. And, <laughs> and it, it's, a, it's a complete, uh, I attribute to this movie here. Huh. I, Bruce Wayne, you're not Batman, but let me act very suspicious in front of the guests. Unexpectedly, sir. <laughs> yeah, let me leave, leave through the wall of paintings here. <laughs> and... So how much do you think the grant that uh, Knox got from the Wayne Enterprise? Uh, Alfred probably gave him his fucking dollar back. <laughs> his crumpled, soggy dollar back. It's just an envelope that says grant for Alexander Knox. opens up. It's just a dollar it's bill. It's just the stuff. dollar bill that he left Alfred on his tray that crumpled up. So- <laughs> not even in a wallet because he has no money. Uh... See, now I look at all these cameras spying on them and just think like, what a bitch it must be for Bruce Wayne to have to update this technology based on what we have, like, now. Every three years? Oh, God. Every 18 months? Fucking Batman would have a horrible drinking problem. Like, oh, God, they released another... Now it's in, like, 10K? <laughs> oh, the consumers only have four? Oh, shit. You so, so funny. Canon just announced their new 8K camera. <sighs> Why? Mirrorless. And I'm like... and like It looks cool. I lo- I lo- all the features look cool. But I'm like, I'm wondering... If I ever got that, like, would I ever shoot that in 8K? I, I no. know, th- I know they're starting to push 8K TVs out now, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Someone, please get control over this. <laughs> Batman's wearing glasses to watch his what? His 360p uh, video footage right here of what's I, going on here. I'd say at least 480i. I'd say this it was at least standard definition. Okay, and you think he's gonna need what? What kind of Coke bottle uh, glasses is he gonna need to watch everything in 8K? Well, um, I don't know. I just hope I, I hope it reaches the point where we can't tell the difference and it just falls on its ass. I hope so too. And this, I tried getting a custom shirt made of this wanted poster. I wanted like a white <laughs> T-shirt and with that logo. And I tried to do it through a website, but the website contacted me saying, "Hey, that's a uh, copyright material. We can't print that." And I'm like, "God 
damn it. You can't do it yourself? They have t-shirt making machines that you could buy. Uh, I have a friend of mine who, who now runs a custom t-shirt shop. I may have to reach out to him like, hey, can you make me the wanted poster for Jack Napier so I can wear that? Is there like an actual like screenshot of that poster just because it would be hard to base it off that, you know? I, I found a pretty cool JPEG of it oh, okay. uh, on Google a while ago as they – uh, try to open this safe here. They can get all the press. Okay, why are they breaking in if they know it's their front? They have to get the records out. They don't know the combination. Probably not. Well, the it, it, it's it's a front. They're not. It's supposed to be on the up and up. Gotcha. You know. But they've been ratted out here, but, boys. But these, yeah, these gangsters ain't just stopping it. It's not like it's not like fucking uh, fucking John Nance from Casino who just walks in, you know, takes a couple of takes a whole st- bunch of stacks of bills, puts it in his bag, and walks out at the end of the day. These gangsters wish they were in Kansas City right now instead of a gunfight yeah. with the cops. It's a connection to, to it has a mob connection, but you know, mobsters don't just hang out there all day. And oh, but I love this set piece here in Axis Chemicals. What the hell's going on? Christ, what are you trying to do? Blow the collar? I'm in charge here, not Carl Grissom. Give me that. I never used to know what he was saying here. For like, I'm a dick alive. I'll be any man who opens fire on Dick Napier will enter to me. He goes to hand it back and he's gone. Right, well, he's got Batman by Eckhart. That, yeah. that, that's how Cal He got Batman by somebody who, who moves at like <laughs> 0.2 miles an hour. Who like? I think Don Rickles could have stuck away from him quicker than yeah, right? uh, Eckhart. <laughs> It's f- fucking continents outrun him. <laughs> oh, and all that dot matrix printer paper flying out. Oh man! Up until recently, like a couple years ago, when my job still used dot matrix paper. Look at all like the fucking chemical dried chemical seals you see on these things. Like, if I were a mobster, I wouldn't want to own this place. This place looks fucking like dangerous and shitty. Oh, that entrance! For the longest time, I thought he shot him through the face with uh, yeah, the, right? with this cord here. Like, how bad would it be? It's like Hellraiser hanging from the Let me down! Let me down! Don't try too hard, Mr. ADR person. Let me down! It's like there has to be a grunt and then a let me down. And then a let. Let me down! Let me down! Buffalo Bill looks down the hole. Let me down! Let me down! That thing a few seconds ago looked like it was bleeding. Ugh. I don't know what this is, but I'm going to flood the floor with it. Before, like it just starts melting the cops by their ankles. Imagine if it fu- imagine if he hit that with the axe and fucking exploded. <laughs> it's like, good job, dumbass. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Nobody uh, hears the sound of his fucking like clang, 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 uh, clang, clang, of his clang. like Gucci shoes clanging <laughs> on the metal couch. That guy just ran forward into a fucking bullet. <laughs> These are the worst gangsters. No wonder a guy dressed in a bat beat the shit out of them. <laughs> oh, that Batman punch. Oh, and that right there. Like we see that kind of. Often, if you noticed the way Batman's cape was like folded over, mm-hmm. like like as you can see right there, as he's walking by, the cape is like over his shoulders and kind of in the way. It's like that way most of the movie, but they had like another version of the cape that you saw when he like backhanded that guy, where like it's folded over behind his shoulders, but it's not like it's not like the one before. It's like it's it, it's like a facade, I guess, like a faux folded over. It's okay. designed to look that way. Hmm. So he has like more arm mobility. Well, that's the thing with the, this cape here cuz it's made out of leather. He's the cape's probably what 30 pounds. Yeah, even if you folded it perfectly like that, the minute you like move, it would probably just flop right back. Yeah. So you'll notice that like around his shoulders, like see it's over the shoulders yep. and then because I used to think to myself, what the hell, did they put the cape on wrong? Because if you notice, the cowl part has, like, the bat scallops around the 
logo and mm-hmm. around like his his neck and just above his shoulders. But then when they have the folded over version of the cape, it's missing completely. So I'm like thinking to myself, what the fuck? Did they like put it on wrong? Did they, mm-hmm. did they put the, did they put the cowl on first, then the cape on in that scene? Or? But no, it's supposed to be the cape folded over. Mm-hmm. And before that that shot where he said nice outfit, and then he looks back at Batman. And you see, like, the eye, the eye shadow or whatever over yeah. his eyes. I used to think that was actually, like, part of, like, the plastic. And it, like, went, like, into and around his eyeballs. And it was, like, incredibly uncomfortable. Eek. Like, his eyelids were the only thing exposed. That's before I knew how movie makeup worked. I love this behind-the-scene footage of, like, uh, Jack, uh, Jack wait, Nicholson on. Think about the future. Pooh! They had Nicholson, like, on a little, like, ramp. He- he shoots him and then Crisco flies out. <laughs> so he can uh, lean over Michael Keaton. Nope. Are right, you were saying? Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, oh, no! Now, it looked like he just chose to fucking walk off. <laughs> he he uh, kind of... Oh! I mean, it's not as bad as... Yeah. It's not as bad as, like, Halloween 2, like, Michael Myers. I'm going to back up over this. Now, why would you let go of that bar? Why wouldn't you try to, like, grab his arm with yours? Like, yeah, just don't put all your pressure on that one dude's hand. And actually, that stuntman of Jack falling in, to another throwback to our early days of podcasting, the, our old favorite fucking B-horror cannibal classic, Raw Meat, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Deathline, one of the fucking subway workers that the, the, the cannibal kills in, right in the middle of the movie was that guy. No shit. Yeah. Uh, stuntman Jerry Crampton. Hmm. He and actually him and one of the other guys, the other, like it was two. I always thought that was Michael J. Fox. I'm sorry to interrupt the cop talking. Yeah, to right. Uh, like the, stu- the, the the three subway workers in that movie you had the one African-American guy and then the two white guys, all with the Cockney accents you cannot understand. Like, hey, I'm having a breakfast. I'm in a sausage egg. I'm having a breakfast. The two white guys pretty much did like every major, did stunts for like every major action movie we enjoyed in the fucking 80s, like Indiana Jones movies, Batman movies, all that kind Aliens of shit. Aliens probably. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I mean, because like, obviously the, the action chemicals is the same uh, factor they use for yeah. the uh, atmospheric uh, processing plane on Aliens. But yeah, the stuntman that was Jack falling in there was uh, stuntman Jerry Crampton, who was like the last person killed in that scene. The guy with like the lighter, blondish hair. And I love how the perfect, like, end of act one is 30 minutes in, like, on the yeah. dot with uh, Joker's hand coming out of the uh, water, leaking out. Okay. We'll be at 31 minutes in approximately five, seconds. five, four, three, two, one, 31 minutes as of our copy of the film. Yeah. And now Vicky's on her way to have dinner with... The gates uh, are closing. Yep, she's got a date with Bruce Wayne. She's she's already fucking dumped. Yeah. Knox has already lost his shot. Yep, he couldn't close the deal in the first in the first act, so nope. he loses. <laughs> the giant table, a giant unnecessary table. They can't like be sitting across from each other, like well, like in an L shape. No, like horizontally yeah. from the table, because oh, of course. Hmm. A fucking billionaire, and he doesn't like take her out. He just makes his poor elderly butler cook for them. I guess it's more personal. Uh, well, I mean, we see where it, we see where right it, there. we see where it ends up. So well, we yeah. see where the night ends. So yeah, let me bring you to my big house and just fucking show you my giant dick mansion. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, this is the first time I ever saw this gag at the giant table or anything. I had not seen like Susan Kane yet. Um, but I love the. He should have slid the salt down the table. Just, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Back to the Future. Like, give me a milk. Chocolate. Slides into George McFly's hand. I don't think I've ever been in this room before. <laughs> See, he's already has better jokes than Knox. Yeah, because he's not trying so hard. Yep. And it's funny because he has tons of money, so he's probably never been in this part of the house. Yeah. So we'll eat somewhere else. Yeah, sure. And so, and I, and I do like this conversation here between the three of them. Where Alfred tells embarrassing stories. Of well, that's what parents are supposed to do, like on first yeah. dates. That's what your elderly butler's supposed to be doing. Yeah. But then he screws up later when she goes to leave. Oh, yeah, he had a confidence booster by uh, ripping into Bruce here. She's like, I can get away with anything right now. I can let you into the Batcave. Back, Miss Vale. will be going to be here for quite some time. Yeah, he was. Like, he screwed up. Yeah, and then he let her in the It's clear that this Alfred has not taken an improv class before. He didn't yes and his way out of that situation. Michael Go. I remember years Michael Go later. Away? Isn't that how his name is pronounced? Go. Go- I, thought it was, I, I thought it was Goth. Like a cough. Instead of uh, it's a golf. Me was go. Uh, anyway, what were you saying? Gauche goof goof. Michael goof. Yeah, he does goof. Well, when he, in this movie he does a lot of goofs when he fails miserably. <laughs> but yeah, he was in a uh, pretty cool psychological horror movie. Also connected to fucking raw meat because uh, they had the same lead actress. Jesus Christ, what was her name? The woman that played uh, Patricia in Raw Meat. She was actually she actually in real life is his do- is Michael Goff's daughter in law. No shit. Yeah. Uh, it was Crucible of Horror. It was a movie where he plays the overbearing, abusive businessman father, mm-hmm. and his wife and daughter are basically sick of his abuse and plot to kill him. Right. They do, but something is haunting them, and he may not really be dead. Oh, wow. So and, it's kind of like a, a telltale heart kind of thing? Yeah. But but that's the thing about the- Sharon Gurney, that was her name. The English uh, film production world, because- the UK is so small, film community-wise, that like between Doctor Who or Harry Potter or Game of Thrones, everybody on the continent has pretty much been in one of those. Well, that's how that's how the guy who wanted or a Wal- Abbey. That's how the guy who wanted a Waldorf salad in Faulty Towers managed to become a, a fucking commander in Vietnam for during Full Metal Jacket and a, a general. What was his name? General Rykan of Empire Strikes Back. That was the same actor. Oh yeah. Uh, you better get your head and your ass wired together, or I will take a giant shit on you. That was <laughs> yes, the guy sir. who wanted a Waldorf salad from John Cleese. <laughs> Why are you doing this? The duality of man. The what? The duality of man, sir. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Our side, sir. And he had that same personality in Faulty Towers, basically. Hey, he should have asked for a mirror to find out what he's going I on. I love when the Simpsons parodied this, when oh, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa got her braces. braces. <laughs> there. <laughs> and he's, you could actually tell on Blu-ray... When he goes up the stairs, he's not wearing any makeup and, like, nothing's been... I mean, would you want to sit through that uh, process? You're not going to be, like, a close-up or anything like that? I wouldn't want to do that. Maybe maybe just a small one, you know, yeah. just get, like, a little fucking... One of those little makeup sponges and just white... Powder white it on? Fa- yeah, white his face. Get, like, the spray dye for the hair. The, sim- like, the shit you find at the Halloween store. One of my last posts I made on social media before I decided to take my uh, leave of it for a while, I posted, like, the screenshot... Hey, there from- you go, white face. Uh, well, not the, not chalk white face, but like <laughs> Caucasian face. When he's behind, when we're showing behind him, and these guys' hands out, I said, with I posted that picture with the caption and said, "Getting a haircut in the pandemic be like." Mm-hmm. It's it's only a two maybe three story house. Okay, there's not that yeah. many stairs. Well, she's drunk, yeah, and he has to wear lifts because Michael Keaton is a short man. I mean, it's not as bad as Kiefer Sutherland. Apparently, in the latest seasons of 24, he didn't allow any other guys in the scenes with him to wear shoes. Because he's a short dude. 
Just wear taller. Wear like borrow a, borrow a fucking set of Gene Simmons shoes. That's that's what like uh, uh, there's a picture of Robert De Niro wearing lifts for the Irishman, and he's like sick. He used to be a few inches taller than Al Pacino in that. That you sugar bumps, <laughs> as he is about to say. Is Jack Palance. And I love pausing it here. Like I paused it just right when he walks out of the elevator, where like the light is, and you could see his full makeup before the big reveal. I remember doing that once. But yeah, this is another, like I said, another great reveal of slowly yeah. introducing that something's not right about Jack as he returns here. Well, what's funny is the better quality you start watching it in, the easier it is to tell. In the sh- like, the shadows don't do much. Well, that's why, like, you think of so many of the, like, low-budget movies that were not intended for high quality, like... Yeah, right, right there. Right there, I could tell. I could tell. Fucking, he's wearing the white makeup. I could tell he's got the white makeup. I could. I could see him as the Joker. Like, yes, watching this on VHS, hooked up via like the old RF, the screw on RF connection on your CRT. Like, we're watching this on Blu-ray on a CRT because we're hipsters like that, you know. Yeah, well, we like we watch- still watch physical media, you know, on a CRT. Like you probably don't do that. But. Yeah, and my hipster beard that I got going on right now it just kind of seals the deal. I mean, it's not, it's not out of control right now. It's not like I don't know. I had, to, I had to, like, buzz my beard because it's just too hot at work. You just sweating through the with mask? With a big beard, it's too fucking hot. Yeah. Oh, we don't wear masks. What? We have, it's, it's only, like, a few of us, and we socially distance most of the time. Okay, good. But as you can tell, like, Jack, Jack is dead, my friend. You can call me Joker. Joker. <laughs> as you can see, I'm a lot happier. Now... Was that like purple on his neck? I used to think as a kid, does he have like a dent in his neck from where like the bullet ricocheted? Because apparently white makeup got on the jacket and so they put uh, yeah. purple shoe polish on the jacket. It also, it also, it on him. It also, I'm looking at his suit. Like it took me a while to realize that that's supposed to be like his original suit that he wore to Axis Chemicals. I thought he like already changed into like his Joker villain clothes that he would with like the green shirts and everything, but no, it's the, it, he literally just came straight from. Like, like he went to the, the back Surgeon alley surgery Ryan. straight after Axis Chemicals, and then went there straight after that. He didn't change into his supervillain clothes yet. That's Who the f- fuck is going on? There's my phone in this very professional. Uh, that's somebody. I can't, I, can't, I can't tell that. That's someone I know. I can't tell him to fuck off. Okay. My house phone is ringing. Mm-hmm. And, we apologize, folks. In this, in this top-of-the-line production that we have going here. Yeah, do you know, at least we're a little bit more professional than some people who have done podcast in person for the most part, but then all of a sudden when COVID happened, they're like, I don't know how to record from home when most podcasters like, like, yeah, all right, sit down, fellow. Well, let's show, let's show are you taking a shot at me? No, I'm, okay. sure, I'm talking about the uh, podcasters who are like, I'm afraid of recording over Skype. I don't know how to do this. Like, all right, this, this is how the professionals really do it. And now he's hanging like a bat. Yeah, I got back. I have my fucking inversion table like right behind us that I hang upside down like that all the time, but I can't swing back and forth like a bat. Why? It's just like you think it's going to like... No, I, f- I physically can't because oh. there's a fucking board behind me holding me in place. Ah. And I'm usually like groaning in pain because my fucking spine is being lengthened. <laughs> Winged freak. I remember... Uh, the, the, we were talking about the Toy Biz toys, mm-hmm. that, that winged freak thing. I swear to God that in... Behind the when on the back of the toy biz boxes, you had like little newspaper articles, yeah, like faux newspaper articles about like the hero or villain you were buying it as. I swear to God, that exact article was printed on either the Joker one or the Batman one. Huh? As a kid, ooh. like if you go on, yeah, this that part used to freak me out. Like, like you don't know what the ooh. hell he's doing. Ooh. So yeah, like the print. And it's so quiet. But. <laughs> But yeah, like if you go on like eBay or whatever, and you could find like or or just Google search like the Toy Biz line from like the late eighties, mm-hmm. 
and to see if they have photographs of the back packaging. At the bottom, after they show you all the other figures available, there's like a little like faux newspaper thing that you could cut out. Hmm. Vicky's coming on strong here. Cling- Stage five clinger. A Uh-oh. little bit. Stage five clinger. Like, like, all right, you guys had sex tonight, last night. Like, he's got stuff to do today. You know, he'll call you. Dude, if Kim him? Basinger wanted to hang out with me, I'd call out of work all week. Right, right. <laughs> I'd use all my vacation time in one shot. And if I was a billionaire, fucking, I'm going to Rio. <laughs> I'm taking Kim Basinger to Rio. Y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> but, you know, I love... 80s Kim Basinger. I love her hair. Like, I know it's a weird thing, to, but I love how her hair looks in this movie. I, I just love, like, how it's flowing and curly. Back atmosphere. Oh, and Alfred we're be blows here for up. quite a while. Alfred blows up his spot. God Alf- damn it! Alfred is not a good wingman. Nope. Oh, and she knows that look. <laughs> I love this part, <laughs> honey. <laughs> you'll never, never believe what happened, happened to, to me today. today. And it's just uh, faints. Ah, <laughs> huh. oh. oh. it's, it's a good choice, Martini. I wonder how, uh, did he intentionally, like, like... He must have knew that would mess with her. Well, no, like, I'm looking at his teeth. Did he just, like, fucking, like, d- f- like dye his teeth yellow as well? <laughs> like, uh-huh. Now, this scene right here, whenever... For me, Jack Nicholson just edges out, like, Heath Ledger by one of those, like, too-close-to-call hairs. Like, like the type where you, like, go back to the judges and you go back to the footage and have to review it from every conceivable fucking angle, and even then you're not so you quite be- sure. This scene is what I use to show why he just edges him out. You prefer this over the pencil trick and pulling the grenades on the bottom yes. of the dark night? Really? A, because this is more Joker-ish, mm-hmm. because it's some kind of lethal device. It's more comic Joker, and because he has more time to savor it. Right. The pencil and- trick is just, ta-da, it's gone. This He's, like, cracking jokes about, oh, he, he's making, like, Tim puns as this guy burns Yeah, as he this. hand buzzers, uh, yeah. not Warren Beatty here. <laughs> Ooh, I got a live one here. And what's funny is that I used to watch this and the fucking Batman 66 movie all the time. I taped mm-hmm. it off TV. And in that Joker has, like, the hand buzzer where you have, like, like the outline of, like, the red hey, electricity. Uh- yeah, like, red <laughs> electricity. And just between the two of them, like, I used to watch those all the time. And I'd almost like mentally overlap the two movies sometimes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, and I love his laugh. Crack <laughs> Antoine, that little hot hot out of here. <laughs> if I ever wanted, You're crazy. If I ever wanted to like scare the fuck out of somebody with like a really like sick laugh, it would be this right here. The, the fucking wheezing. <laughs> I can't do it. No. God damn it. I've, like, I've done it before. It's like something you have to do almost instantly, like after you've taken a deep breath, and like it comes out as a reflex. <laughs> but how we like, and yeah. it raises in pitch. Yeah. I've done it before, but like... Unintentionally? I've done it unintentionally when someone has made me laugh. The funny thing is... And, you then, when he, and then when he talks to the corpse, that's what makes it better than the pencil trick. It's yeah. Like, he's having a conversation with the dead body, like... I mean, other than Cesar Romero, this is probably the most comic accurate Joker we've had in live action. Well, I, I, I guess Cesar Romero would have been comic accurate for the era. Yeah, for the time, yes. Because Joker was pretty neutered back in that day. Right, because the comics code. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, this was the closest we got to a sick fuck Joker. Like, even when Batman the Animated Series came out, like, everyone loves Mark Hamill's portrayal, but mm. 
it was limited too because it was on kids TV. Yeah, I mean, like that's why, like by the time they went to the Arkham games, he was able to yeah be a little more fucked up here. But this scene. When he's talking to the corpse here, about a little after forty-four minutes in, I just love this because, like, we we had like high school students that we had hired for our summer jobs every now and again. Mm-hmm. Well, usually every year, not this year, but whenever we talk about like Dark Knight movies because they grew up on it, I'll show them this scene and they'll be like, "Jesus Christ, this is awesome!" Mm-hmm. Because this is a joker thing to do to talk to a dead body and have that, a conversation well, with that, that wide-eyed, that it's sudden Grace wide-eyed. Him now? Grease him now! All right, you are a vicious bastard, Vitaly. I did this at the end of, a, of winning a chess game once, and the person I was playing against didn't get it. I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> I don't do it as good as Jack Nicholson. Is that what you're gonna do? To, is that I did that. You? I did that at the end of beating someone at chess once, and they didn't get. They got all pissy and didn't get it. Are you going to do that when you kill me, finally? Probably. And I'll talk to your corpse for a little while. <laughs> it, because I, I'll just, just said one pun too many. Well, if I can create a hand buzzer that lights people on fire, I could probably retire soon. Huh. <laughs> just selling that on the black market. Well, that would be a electrifying every, way to go. Every time a fucking foreign diplomat goes to shake hands with another person that he doesn't like, you know. Zap. Just ignites them. <laughs> So Vicky has gone to work and then come back to watch Bruce where to follow him where he's going. Yeah, she's really like uh, uh, abusing company time right now because she was just looking for Bruce Wayne's file, which Knox had. We already passed that scene because we were too busy talking about killing each other. But now she's following Bruce. <laughs> how does she not see him? How does she? How does he not see her parked on his property? Unless she's parked in the trees. She have a camo car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also another thing to point out, this movie stylistically is very much based in the 40s. Yeah, it's anachronistic of time periods because we have like 40s cars and wear, but then we have like the... I wouldn't say 40, definitely not 40s cars. We don't have no fucking Ford Model Ts flying mm-hmm. around. We've got like, you but know... But there were some cars that had fins on them Yeah, at the gala a few uh, back in the first act. I, I do remember years back, a friend of mine like noticing the, the style so well and asked me, you think this movie takes place in the 40s? And I said, no, because they have color TV. Right. But I think that's what makes makes it timeless. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's a stylistic choice, but going back to Batman's roots of, you know, being in the 40s and the mobsters he would take down. And so he puts the roses on the spot. Yep, because it's the anniversary of his parents' death. Which now many different forms of media have, you know, adapted this scene. Right. Borrowed it. Even in Arkham City and Arkham Origins, you can go to behind the Monarch Theater. But then when I play Arkham Knight, it's like the whole immersion is broken to me because one of the the riddles you get where you uh, use detective mode to, like, examined a certain thing and that unlocks the riddle uh-huh. you see wayne manor all the way in the distance on the other side of the map and then the monarch theater where arkham city was is all the way on the literal opposite fucking side so far over you can't even get to it it's not a playable zone yeah and arkham knight and i'm sitting here thinking like fucking isn't there another movie theater in between <laughs> you know here and there let's go to the one all the way over there that's known for its crime problem yeah and so and it's like a series of like floating islands. Like Arkham, I did not like Gotham City's map in Arkham Knight. No, and so they decide the gangs to try to take uh, Grissom's uh, uh, company's way legally by seizing their his assets. I always thought he said Mister Mister Gruesome. Mister mm-hmm. Gruesome asked me. <laughs> I mean, he died a gruesome way. 
I guess he just got shot. But he did go topsy turvy over the table. Yeah. No, nope, we have a mime walking up. Totally not suspicious. Nope. Bad, bad touch. Uh, Patting a little girl on the head. Mm-hmm. Walking by Bruce Wayne. Like as if he's got, he's trying to hold in a, a poop right there. A poop while he's on a lot of fucking psychedelic drugs. <laughs> and maybe has some nerve damage because you notice his <laughs> arms and fingers aren't bending. Um, and, and Bruce is uh, not, he's not plussed uh, by any of these mimes. Did you ever see Suburban Commando? Long time ago. Fucking when Hulk Hogan keeps re- uh, uh, the reoccurring scene of Hulk Hogan running into the street mime performing. <laughs> and then he, but he doesn't understand it. So he's doing like the, I'm in a boxing. He's like, oh, force field, I'll get you out. And he punches him in the face <laughs> and knocks him fucking the fuck out because oh, he thinks it's a force field. And then when he's doing like the rope one, oh, I see you're trying to climb somewhere. He picks him up and he throws him on a roof. <laughs> And then the third time comes comes up to him, and the the mind just sees him. He goes, "No, yeah!" And he turns around and runs away for dear life because he doesn't want to get abused again. I love this design of the Joker, the mime Joker here, right here on the step, steps of the city hall. I forgot to mention in the boardroom scene. I never, for the longest time, because Joker's face was like obscured. Oh, no, 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 in the boardroom scene because he had like the the. the the fuck was it? The white makeup and then the brown makeup, like the he had, he had the concealer, the, yeah. the 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 concealer makeup on. I never, I, I I used to think to myself, it's like, oh, I didn't know his skin was dyed. You know, I thought he just wiped it off and it was fine. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why does he? And then when he like wipes the part of his forehead off, it's like, does he keep like his makeup in his pocket or something? Yeah. I never understood. And then when he's putting on the concealer, bef- as we'll see soon, before he goes to the the. Um, Museum, I never knew what the fuck that was. It's mm-hmm. like, but now I get it as an adult because I'm not a stupid baby anymore. Mm-hmm. And Bruce is looking at him like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what? What, do, what do you want? <laughs> like, she just asked if he could have a, if she could have a lock of his hair, <laughs> his pubic hair oh. to remember you by when uh, when we're how, not together. I love how Harvey Dent's not really nonplussed about the, the gangland shootings on City Hall. Look, he's had a hard time, man. He had to fucking work out that deal with the Empire, you know. I Tupac, heard the deal Tupac keeps getting worse all the time. And the punch glove. I fucking look, because this is very comic Joker, his his lethal gags. Worse all the time, not worsing. A bet, man. Did someone tell me what kind of a world we live in where a man dressed up as a bat gets all of my press? And this is where I learned what an enema was. Yep. Well, look, Tracy Walters, look, he does look at him like he's hearing this for the very first time. Like, what is wrong with you? He looks fucking genuinely disturbed. Like, I imagine, like, after the takes, like, Jack, I know we're friends today, but you're really starting to scare me. Oh, yeah, and the, the bullet hole in the, the coat here. I used I used to think that, like, because it was a thing in a couple of the comics I had where Batman would wear his, his suit under his clothes. You know, Superman would do that. Spider-Man yeah. would do that. I used to think, oh, he's wearing his Batman armor under the clothes. That's why the bullet, you know, hit him in the arm and he didn't even flinch. Right, it, it didn't just... Once again, I was a stupid baby. Yeah, it didn't just graze him or, like, in and out of his, his the you, fabric. You would see you would see him wearing, like, suits, like, three times the size. He'd be wearing, like, a double XL. And, of course, we have uh, uh, Alfred trying to marry off uh, Bruce already. Mm-hmm. But he just found that Jack Napier is still alive and he needs, he needs the file on him. And Alfred looks disturbed. But uh, he... Uh, He's running Christmas, man. But I love how he, like, Alfred gets right back into it. He's like, yes, sir. He gets right back into it. Back it's into like, business. Yeah. You, you don't let none of that stop him. No. 
But I, I do love this moment here, the beat at the end of the scene, when even Bruce admits, like, she is very sweet, isn't she? That's the reoccurring story. Apparently, you got to have in a Batman movie. you got to have some kind of fucking love interest. Well, I mean, like, when we saw this on the big screen six years ago with the late, great Denny O'Neill doing a Q&A afterwards. We met Denny O'Neill, by the way. We're, yeah. We're, we're kind of high rollers. Kind of. You know, yeah. like, we're kind of a big deal, you know. Um, I'm kidding, by the way. Um, he is. <laughs> the question I had of him was, like, about Batman relationships. And, and O'Neill's answer to me was that, like, he treated Batman's relationship as like going into the priesthood. Like, okay, he just just gets rid of that part of his life here. Like, he, he dedicates his life entirely to this purpose and doesn't allow himself to have this kind of personal relationship. Now, this right here is like really, really easy to miss. That zoom in on the fucking declassified CIA file on nerve gas and, yeah, and well, all the pictures of the people smiling and stuff. Like, seriously, just like watching this shit growing up on VHS with the crappiest quality possible, I always missed it. I never understood, like, why are there pictures of people smiling? Is the Joker just being weird or something? I mean, like, knowing how weird the Joker is, like, you could just, like, kind of brush it off, like, yeah, and we have Knox's headshot here. Um, (laughs) Stop the press. The press. That's the only thing I hate about Joker's character in this movie is, like, the way he, like... The way, the degree of it, as if he's like never discovered women before, as if he is like a fucking basement dweller who's like a woman like touched his arm and then he just ejaculated. He's in love. Yeah. Um, but like he's a fucking mobster who was having sex with the fucking real life supermodel, you know, and like he plays a gaggle of women at his yeah, back he, end he could, if he wanted to. Yeah, he could get any woman he wants because he's a fucking badass high roller in the mob, but. This one woman he sees, and like later in the movie when she's kissing his arm, it's like <gasps> he's literally like oh. frozen, frozen with his mouth wide open, as if like he's never had a woman in his life. I, I guess it's like one of those. It's the grass is always greener. Eh, no, I know. I think it's weak. It's weak sauce. Weak. And he's doing his dance, joke dance. But I, I love like I think I was in Bat Dance where it's like stop the press yeah Who stop the press the old print the Prince soundtrack which, which it's actually a damn good fucking soundtrack yeah there's like one or two songs that i skip but like the rest of it like i know whenever i get married a bunch of those songs from that album is playing being played with a dj like that's <laughs> no if ands and buts kind of scenario that's like that's non-negotiable like trust and party are definitely being played at my wedding well now this took me a while also to figure out i didn't realize he was still working at access chemicals and that was like his hideout yeah. i figured the police would have shut that place down long ago I, knowing how many derelict places in Gotham City, like that, they probably just forgot to do it. How many amusement parks are just abandoned in Gotham City throughout well, all media? Yeah, but like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it would have been seized by the police a while ago. Right. Unless it's a major manufacturer within Gotham that keeps the well, economy they, floating. Well, they were under fucking mob control, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And we go to the newsroom here talking about the earliest deaths of the Smilex uh, exposure when these uh, uh, news anchors are starting to have a little bit of a bad time. I love seeing this guy later after he can't use any makeup products. Just what a fucking wreck he looks like. Yeah. But I love the slow burn here as as she's, Becky starts to start to lose it. She starts feeling a little weird and laughing. I, know, like I swear, the, the TV director right there. I swear to God, I used to. Th- one of my uncles looks just like him. Oh my god! I used to think he was in the movie. My uncle was in the movie. <laughs> the guy Barry. What the hell's going on? Uh-huh. Uh, Becky, this is not an appropriate. <laughs> this is how I laugh when most of your jokes hit. Like that's how that's how you I'm gonna down. die. That's how I'm gonna look when I die. 
uh, when you finally uh, say one joke too many and I'm finally going to lose it. Mm. And another Joker thing here, taking over the broadcast with us, the very first yep. issue of Joker in Batman Comics, he took over the radio. So him taking over broadcasting uh, airwaves is something that he's always done. Well, I just find it funny that, like, the news report there that was showing the pictures of the two dead models have this, like, fucking phone. <laughs> they don't have the fucking phone. Oh, it's someone else I can't tell the fuck off either. <laughs> They've been using Brand X. But, like, the pictures the news has of the models, it's like this, like, post-mortem smile on their face, not like an actual picture of them. Oh, that my mo- that used to disturb my mother, the fucking dead reporter with the smile. <laughs> I used to think it was cool. Only your Undertaker, Undertaker knows, knows for, for sure. sure. You must have had so much fun doing these fake commercials. Yeah. Chances, Chances are, are you bought them already. already. Love that Joker. And the rotoscope mouth <laughs> over the the, the, oh, yeah. the dead bodies. It'd be funny if Bruce was just shaving at the same time when this is happening. He just looks down at the shaving cream like, uh oh. And if you look closely, see young Jack Napier on the left over there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. So Bruce could have figured out long ago that Jack Napier... If only he just looked to the left. Yep. <laughs> Back and to, to the, the left. left. Shit, I never noticed that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until Blu-ray when I finally noticed that. So, And like, like you have watched this like hundreds of times throughout my life. <laughs> Alfred, let's go shopping. I, I, what was it? When I used to watch the Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Summer Vacation, mm-hmm. when uh, Foulmouth gets a hold of Shirley and takes her to the fucking movies. He's, I've seen this flick a hundred times. That would be with Batman. Mm-hmm. Skunknophobia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. Here, hygiene products. So... <laughs> Everybody must be really smelly in Gotham right now. Nobody's mm. using deodorant and everything. But meanwhile, everyone here at City Hall looks just fine. Yeah, they're, they're still well coiffed and everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, Billy D. Williams is too cool to smell. Yeah. And he's just he's got his stogie with him at all times. Yep. You can get rid of the district attorney if you just poison tobacco products. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, like, getting rid of the uh, chief of police in the dark now, like, how'd they get my DNA? I don't know. Maybe something like, your drink! Wait, wait. See, I wish wish he would have, like, started instead of choking death, laughing to death. That would have been perfect. That would have been very Joker-ish, you know? Just some chemical in there, he just starts laughing hysterically till he's dead. But that would not be realistic. That would not be happening, Christopher. I'll blow it out your realistic ass. (laughs) First use of Batman in a sweater. I'm sure there's a mixture of chemicals out there you could figure out that could stimulate fucking, you know, nerves to the point where you, like, uncontrollably start laughing and nah. then it slowly poisons you. Yeah, probably, but, like, his like his, slow release his weapon of choice in that movie was explosives. He liked to blow things up yeah. and burn oh, things that, up. Oh, that line right there. I used to want to sample that for the intro to an album. Daddy's going to make some art, darling. <laughs> and now she's got her, like, villainous, you know. Phantom of the Opera Mask. Phantom of the Opera Mask. And now we go to the Guggenheim. I mean the uh, Flugenheim. Flugenheim. The Flugenheim. Flugel Street. And slowly I turn. <laughs> uh, going to places. Yeah, remember that. 
So we have an art installation that has a restaurant built into it. Cool. I, th- I think there's like a uh, maybe uh, maybe the places ma- like that. I know, no, I. I I want make some visit- extra business, get your people there. All You have such a big place, and to keep people there for most of the day, make I, extra I guess money. art galleries doing that, but Maybe. museums, I'm not too sure. Then art, again, I, Art museums? Been, I have not been to the Met. I, that's one of the places I want to go. I've it's been one- to the Museum of Natural History, and yes. I, I don't recall there being a no. little restaurant area. I just love the big giant whale, the big blue whale in mm. the Natural History. I yeah. like passing by the New York Public Library with lion, the lion statues. Mm-hmm. For another and, movie. Uh, of course. And then we have Vicky getting a little... Present. Uh, present here. I think this is Tim Burton's uh, handwriting here. <laughs> Urgent. Urgent. So he's... Oh, he's as big a child as people think. <laughs> and he was an artist working for Disney. I never knew what the fuck this was at first. It's just written in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the threatening letter Sean Young sent to uh, yeah. Tim Burton. Put this on right now. She gassed fucking everyone else in the building. <laughs> Okay, so everybody being gassed here is ridiculous. I love that she's she's cognizant enough to like, oop, better put this on. Well, we were too busy talking before when Batman, when uh, Bruce was reading the uh, psychological profile. That's where he figured out aptitudes include science, art, and chemistry. Chemistry. That's chemistry. See, so like it is feasible, Mister Nolan. Mm-hmm. That's all you gotta do. Simple, and watch the one of the guy's line. legs here. While he's like, up, oh, feet are moving. <laughs> And this is, the, this is the actual intro to the fucking Party Man track on yep. the soundtrack. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. And Tim Burton didn't want the Prince music. He knew he would date the movie, but the smart thing of making it uh, part of the actual soundtrack, like, diegetic. And you know, like... But sure. that's the thing. If you don't know it's Prince, if you don't really know Prince's music, it's not... You're not beaten over the fucking head with it, you know? No. It's like, it's there in certain spots when it needs to be. Prince's music, mm-hmm. but it, it's, if you don't really, it, well, I mean, I hate to admit that there are probably now people that don't know who Prince is Yeah, that could watch this. I used to think you were saying Joker Wag here, because <laughs> it was before I knew how to write in cursive. <laughs> I love the <laughs> Cursive, what's that? Uh, the, I love that the continuity is so messed up in the scene, because we see oh, Penny's, yeah. Penny's get, like, smeared, and then, like, okay. It literally cuts, and there they are in the background just fine. Yep. Like that. And there we go, right there. <laughs> Like, he could have done this first and then show him well, the, face painting the... Well, he uh, ascends up the stairs now, so that was clearly just a pickup shot. Yep. And Bob is always writing things. What the fuck is he writing? He's taking, uh, taking note of what's going on. Why? <laughs> he probably asked... Because Joker probably asked him to do that. Why? <laughs> Again. Why does he want his face in the $1 bill? Kind of like this one, Bob. Leave it. Leave it. It's Bob just carries a, a big knife, a smish, practically a machete with him wherever he goes. And there's Ox Baker fucking carrying a uh, professional wrestler, Ox Baker. Is that Ox Baker? No, that's not really Ox Baker. I was going to say, because like, he's too short. I mean, like, I think Ox Baker was bigger than that. He definitely was. Watch Escape from New York. I love how. Um, Kurt Russell had to like tap him the nuts to keep him calm at one point because he was going a little too rough in the ring. 
Well, uh, Oxbaker did kill a man in the ring. Yeah. I mean, like, you got, Oxbaker was probably one of the most dangerous people in the ring. I mean, along when, with... Uh, when wrestlers were actually dangerous and they didn't just look like they worked at GameStop. <laughs> they probably do. Uh, and live in their parents' basements. Uh, yeah. <sighs> so, Quantum LT is a nice little reference to the Dark Knight Returns here. Which I've, I did write a... I did outline a story of... Like, you know how in Dark Knight Returns it's... Superman destroying the Russian army in the island of Corto Maltese. I did outline a story of Vicky Vale being on the island when Superman's fucking shit up there and how she has to fight to get her story out of that island. Hmm. So if I ever get to work for DC one day, that's one of the stories I want to pitch as like a one-off. <laughs> I love how Vicky's taking this really well right now. I think she's confused. That this guy is interested in her art, you know, she does, he just massacred this entire museum. Yeah, she's actually reacting pretty well for someone who just watched a entire museum full of people die yeah i don't think i'd be this cool under pressure honestly i'd probably be fucking shitting myself yeah my face on the one dollar bill he must be joking do i look like i'm joking (laughs) i love how he's actually kind of taken aback by that just like (laughs) like i was being sincere there His chef board uh, hat he's got going on. It's a lethal chef board. He puts laughing gas in his ravioli. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I, I hope you. I hope you hear my voice in your head when you when next time you're targeting. No, I hear. I hear fucking uh, Marge telling Homer not to go stalk Lady and Carl because because of when he got in trouble for stalking <laughs> Chef Boyardee. <laughs> and Felicia is uh, kind of a sketch here. And then she's been improvement, just improved, just like the art. Now, what do you think he actually did to Alicia? Just like fucked around with the chemicals that he got himself because she's clearly been burned. burned. Yeah, he, he probably gave her a minor dose of what he received. Maybe he messed with the chemical properties a little bit to see like, what kind of effects it would have. Like he experimented on her for his fucking Smilex shit. Could be. Because he obviously took the research of whatever that CIA uh, uh, operation was going on. Well, we look at her actual face. Maybe he just like combined, like tried to figure out what the chemicals were that changed him. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, honey, now we'd be together forever. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of like the intro to Dead Skin Mask. Like, I won't keep you for long. I'll, I'll keep, keep you, you forever. forever. And so, and they, I used to never understood this because I didn't know what was going on when I was a small child. It's like I'm melting. She, she, she thinks he's the wicked witch of the West. Ah! She goes to come from like, oh shit! I didn't oh shit! Use- what did I do? I, I I almost killed the killer. Oh, big uh, intro! And like what? Like another great introduction here. Like, Whoa! What the hell is that? Zipline. I wish that could have been a, like a downloadable gadget for one of the Arkham games. Well, you already had the fucking. I know, but like thing. the one looks just like that. Well, we got we did get the the Aiden that skin, suit so and the car. And, Speaking of the and car, the car only usable in fucking uh, the races. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Speaking of the car, get the car. Which one? My favorite Batmobile. It is, even though it's so fucking impractical. Oh like, yeah. When you ha- when you have a Batmobile that curbs can defeat, you kind of have a bad design. Uh, I mean, it's not as bad as like a speed bump could fucking defeat that. <laughs> That's why, like, 
the like I love the animated series one too. That a, a, a rock can uh, turn that thing over. The only way to get that thing over a speed bump is you got to put it in neutral and push it over. <laughs> and all of the goons are so uh, uh, no. happy. They're just they're thinking they're in the wild west by yeah. just throwing they're shooting up in the air here. I noticed they have Christmas lights in the back of the windshield. The low rider <laughs> is a little higher. That's not. Driving through a Gotham, a Gotham. It don't use much gas now, <laughs> and it don't go much fast now. Nope. So he, but it can make some serious sharp turns well, with, yeah, the, with the help needs, of a grappling. He needs a grappling hook to negotiate a, a left turn. Has he never played Mario Kart? You just hold the R button when you break and then drift. Batman would have a blue shell um, for a blue his, spiky shell uh, for any kind of uh, collisions he wanted to cause. All those vegetables, what a waste! <laughs> but that is, it was a, a action movie trope here where you got vegetables where he didn't drive through glass. It should, it should have been Beetlejuice merchandise. <laughs> Um, I'm not slop. saying I'm not saying I didn't like Beetlejuice, but it would have been product placement yep. for t- more Tim Burton. <laughs> kind of like how Roger Rabbit's in Back to the Future Part Two. Yeah, well, Beetlejuice got Burton on the map, but this is what like made this him, made him a household famous. name. Yeah, because he had done PB Herman and then Beetlejuice. <laughs> Imagine you just you're I, out you're out for like a drink and you just see that one pass. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love the, the I love the shields here. I know it's like that's been the joy of our commentary. Like, oh, I love this. I love that too. It is. As the truck driver, he's pissed off. Hey, hey what are you mad about? You're getting paid by the hour. Yeah. And you, what are they going to say? Uh, did you cause the accident? No, a big uh, a, a giant bat. <laughs> Tell oh, you, yeah. that's what he's saying to the fucking car. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, a giant bat. Uh huh. A giant bat. Can you describe this? What this giant bat was driving? A giant bat car. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll send a representative out to you as soon as we can. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> About 108, I think. <laughs> and I know a little downside of the HD, like, where you can just tell, totally tell these are dolls uh, flying through the Y shots here. Yeah, but you know what? The one thing I've really learned about, like, when we go see, like, Retro Picture Show and we see shit, on like film, if we get lucky to get like a pristine copy, like we do with RoboCop, mm-hmm. film has no definable resolution. It's all about you know how well in focus it is, the yeah. quality of your lenses and your camera, the quality of the film you're using. Right. I mean, H- like- it, if anything, for me, you know, Blu-ray is bringing back the fucking true quality of film. Mm-hmm. But you know, physical's dead, so you know that. Ah, blow it out your ass. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a digital release on a digital format that's physically in your hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, it's the thing before where, um, I've pointed this out to you in the past, where when Batman was laying there, they go, shooter! Fucking Batman's laying there, his mask is up, and you literally see, like, the stuntman just pull it down over his face and put his arm back down while he's laying there. <laughs> I've pointed that out to you in the past. Yeah. And then the big fight. And I, I love I, that. I, now the boss shows up. This guy, this guy here with the swords that just went over the fence. Whenever you play a video game, you know, you beat all the little henchmen and then you get to the boss. This mm-hmm. guy, the way he made his intro, the way he's with his martial arts and his swords, he's the boss. Yep. And, and he's fighting someone who's clearly not Michael Keaton. That is just totally Michael Keaton's stuntman. Yeah. Sure, it's not the most impressive fight in the world, but like, that's iconic, just seeing all the sparks flying off the gauntlets. Yep. And then he hit, he taps him in the face once and the guy just, <laughs> arm flailing until he gets kicked in the face. But I love the one goon earlier where he was looking around and then he gets bopped in the face and he goes. And right there, where I was talking about Batman's cape. 
Mm-hmm. You can tell, like, like before it was over his shoulders. Now see how it's like supposed to be like folded back. Uh, you can't yeah. see like the scallops around like the the cowl. So I guess they had multiple versions of whenever they're going to be doing fight scenes versus when he's just walking or running around. But it's weird because if you look at some of the fight scenes, he's got the cape, the regular over the shoulder cape, where you can see the the scallops on the cowl, like when he was fighting the fucking boss there. Yeah, the boss of the level there, the level of that scene. He had the 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 cape was going over his shoulders and over his arms. It's weird. Mm. Huh, way a little more than 100. Uh, and Vicky Vale screaming, I know, used to get on my mother's nerves when we watched this. It's like, all she does is screams. And I remember the first time I was out with my mother and my aunt in like 89, and the bat dance was playing on the radio. And fucking when Vicky Vale started doing the screaming, and my mother's like, oh yeah, there was lots of that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Which is why for years, remember the song It Takes Two? Yes. Where it's like, dun 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 dun. Woo! Yeah! Woo! You know, the, mm-hmm. I used to think that that was the bat dance as a kid. Because. Ah. The woo sounds like Vicky Vale screaming, and the yeah, I thought he, I thought it was like Bob from the fucking Chemical Plant. Going, Come on, Jack, let's go. <laughs> I used to think that's what it was as a kid, as a stupid baby. This might be one of my favorite tracks on the album, "The Descent into Mystery." As he drives through, uh, I used to just have like bad visuals of getting lost in that forest. Like or driving a, around and getting lost out there? Just, just when they were, when they were, what was it? They were driving on like the fucking road through the trees that was covered in like leaves. And Not, it looks like he's about to fishtail. I guess. Like he was coming around there, he was trying to negotiate a turn. Like I saw the back tires going like. Not the, not the one where he comes straight at the camera, but yeah. the one that they were like slowly. It goes in the background and comes right into yeah. the foreground past the camera. Yeah. yeah. And he ain't saying shit. Nope. Where are we going? So I'm going to flash this light in your eyes. I think this is a process trailer. I think like they're on, in the studio and just projecting footage past them. I don't think they're out in the location there. Probably. Descent into mystery. More like descent into madness. <laughs> like, wait, where's the edge? Shit! Yeah, imagine if he fucks that up. Just the one day he's off and he just goes... He got hit in the head really hard. <laughs> I gotta say, his bat cave layout is not very conducive for someone who may have head in- may come home with head injuries. No, he gets into a fiery KG beast, and now he's got he's all concussed and falls Careful. off. <laughs> Fucking what was that? That was the intro for the Batman arcade game when you when you uh, put in your quarters and you hit start. Be careful. That had a lot. I lo- used to love that one. It had a lot of clips from uh, had a lot of clips from the movies. And a lot of cheap ways to die. You'd have like these Joker Jack in the boxes that when you got too close would shoot out bombs, and they'd be such a pain in the ass. So they really box you in. Yes. Get real. Jack well, every time it? they went off, you'd see the Joker had come out and it would do that. Ha 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 ha! From the helicopter. That was a tough game. I gotta get my fucking. I gotta get Mame running again on my laptop. Mm-hmm. Just hope you don't destroy your laptop. I have trying to get that working. Ugh. Well, I've tried before, and I can't, so I need, like, instructions. Mm-hmm. But I love, like, here where Batman's, like, barely, like, he's in light, but his eyes are, like, because the overhead of, the, one eye. <laughs> of one eye, because of the how the, the brow and the cowl here. And Batman being the detective, breaking the, the code of whatever chemicals that you can use and what you can't use. Because I know that's a big complaint. Like, you never see Batman being the, the world's greatest detective in a lot of the movies. Mm-hmm. Well, we get a nice Batman interrogation in Batman Begins. That was one thing I loved about that. When he gets a hold of Flask. 
Where were the other drugs going? Swear to me. That's the most egregious use of the voice in that movie. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, sadly, it gets, I think it hits its peak in Where's the Trigger in Dark Knight Rises. Where's the trigger? I used to love Michael Keaton's voice. I love Michael Keaton's Batman voice. Because, he, because it's just enough difference. Yeah. Did you see the fucking uh, uh, commencement speech thing when uh, Michael Keaton? What fucking university was it where Michael Keaton did like a oh, commencement universe- speech? Uh, yeah, at the end, just got just got two words. You guys got to remember, just two words. I'm Batman, and the whole crowd went nuts. I, I think I watched that recently when I was over here. I think like two weeks ago. I, I watched got, it the other day, <laughs> and thank God he knew where she lived. Yeah, right. <laughs> like he didn't know which apartment's hers, so he just drops her off in the lobby. Just leaves her like face down. <laughs> he drops her off in some like fucking sexual deviant's fucking bedroom. Oh God! Do you wake up? The, the film has been stuffed somewhere else. Oh no! Yeah, uh, yeah. That is fucking speaking of sexual deviance with with uh, Knox just calling out. You want me to come over? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the film really would be developed. That's for sure. The late edition here. Batman cracks the Joker's poison's curse as uh, told to avoid these products. That's it, though? Just those combos? That doesn't seem like much. I'd have made it more complicated. Well, I don't think the Joker expected anybody to crack it. At least not that easy. Ugh, I don't want to think of Batman, like, testing it on, like, criminals. <laughs> or testing it on, like, lab rats or something. <laughs> it's all those branded criminals we see in BDS. That's the one Ugh. you use the chemicals on. That would be if Zack Snyder directed it. He'd be testing it on on humans. And at the end, oh, he saved us. He's a hero. He tortured those people to death, but he's a hero. Uh, I love how he's got a sort of, like, shotgun pistol. It pretty much a flare gun. I, I'm only interested in the Snyder cut just out of morbid curiosity. So you would watch it? I, oh, I would watch it, yeah. If it has, I've said it before. The only times I will go to the movie theater to see a brand new movie is if it's a Halloween movie. A numbered Star Wars movie, or something with Batman in it. Hmm. And I think, actually, truthfully, I can actually say in the past... Four years? I don't know. How, no, more, way more than that. I think... When was Iron Man 3? 2013. Yeah, since Iron Man 3 was the last time I went to the movies to see a new movie, not counting our retro picture show thing, yeah. to see a current mo- new release... That was something other than those three things. Wow. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I know. Speaking of not giving a fuck, here's know. a scene that I really do not care about. And Vicky Vale doesn't give a fuck about his phony apology. No. As we get to the apartment scene. Well, I think that this is where the, the pace of the movie comes to a halt. Well, he's got to explain that because she's so persistent. Is he wearing his father's like, raincoat there? Look how big the thing is on What, the him. one his father died in? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, certain Batman writers remind myself of the pain. I mean, it, like Batman's so emo. <laughs> like your parents died, get over it. Oh, you got tons of money. He got rich off of it. Just buy tons of hookers and blow. That's what I would do. 
I mean, certain Batman writers have had him kept the gun, find the gun that Joe Chill used and keep that. Oh, yeah. Well, isn't like the big rumor now that in the the Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman, when we saw the suit, that the Batman logo is basically made out of the gun? That is an internet rumor. We have no actual proof, uh, proof of that. I looked at it. It, does, it looks convincing. I think it's one of those things where it's just vague enough that the filmmakers and the junkie could say that and people would buy it. Well, it's resumed production, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, so when TC Fandom happens uh, next month, uh, like, like their version of Comic-Con, excuse me, their virtual Comic-Con, I bet you will see some kind of teaser of whatever few, uh, footage they can cobble together to shoot with. Yeah, I think we're going to be seeing a lot, even though I, like, never watch any of this shit when it comes up. No, um... But, like, just the the, the, so the wait, climate now, the fact that no one could go anywhere, movies are pretty much halted, you need something to keep people's hopes alive. Yeah. So studios will probably be showing every fucking thing they possibly can. I, I know, like, that's, that the idea was being kicked around, like, uh, for movie theaters in, like, China, and like, hey, we'll put, like, Inception, Avatar, and one of the Avengers movies back in theaters to, for people to go to the theaters so they can watch something in the movie theaters to get you out of the, your house. And, like, going down to you go downstairs and you kiss somebody to buy and you go to a job and now i understand the first two-thirds of the movie was definitely she just wants him to get to the fucking point yeah just realize she just had a she has a jedi uh padawan uh mm-hmm. braid she's got going on with her hair there but the first two-thirds of the script is definitely sam ham and the last act is very much like Warren Scarn when they they were doing the shooting of the movie because I believe there was a writer strike going on at the time, so that's why Sam Ham couldn't be on. There's the a set. man named Sam Ham. That's the the main. main Does he like name. green eggs and ham? Sam, I am. I bet you he's probably heard that his entire life. If he's still alive, if no, he, he still is. Fucking he's... walked in front of the fucking express train from hearing too many Sam I am jokes. <laughs> green eggs and ham, Sam Ham. <laughs> I never put that together. And the, yeah, this fucking little metal tray could stop a bullet. Like even this if cheap, like, even this a cheap fucking shit would eat through that so fast. It's so fucking like he, even if it stopped the bullet from penetrating, the the fucking force of the hit would have him screaming, and several ribs broken and probably organ damage. Yeah, he, he's got multiple contusions on his body. Yeah. Because, like, even if something can stop Collapse a fucking... Lung. Even if something can fucking stop a bullet, doesn't mean that the force isn't going to hurt you. Well, that's why you see people take off bulletproof vests as being shot. You just see the... Bruising? The, the giant bruises on their chest. So Alicia killed herself. Threw herself <laughs> out of the window. Uh, oh. Another hen in the hen Another rooster in the hen Another house. rooster in the hen house. They didn't fully uh, green all his hair. Still some, there's still some uh, Jack Nicholson hair in there. He probably said, "Like I'm, we're good here," and probably just got up and left the trailer, went to wardrobe. Wayne Espa. I know who you are. After you stalk somebody on social media for a while, I know, I know who you are. <laughs> Let me tell you about the story of this this guy Jack. You're right. This scene does fucking kill the movie. Yeah, it's. I understand. Like the rumor is that like Michael Keaton won have a scene with Jack Nicholson, not in the bad suit. That like that's the rumor. 
And it does seem kind of like, hey, let's just have a moment here. And it just the rest of the movie is so well paced. It's just this scene; it just grinds to a halt for me. Well, I know we got to get the moment where he says, you know, uh, the, the, the fucking devils, whatever. Shit. You, ever, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moon? Devils moon. You ever moon the devil in, in the in the light? <laughs> moon moon the devil is named my first uh, groove metal album. I'm gonna be dropping soon. You ever, you ever moon the devil with your your pale white ass? <laughs> you gotta do that. That's the lead single. Because I gotta make the uh, the connection. Oh, I, I, this you want to get nuts? I love. Did you remember that meme I sent you long ago when I stole on Facebook? You want to get nuts? And then it's a still shot of the two of them at like a fucking like nut, yeah. nut grocery store, and Batman's <laughs> holding like the little scooper, and Joker's got the book. You want to get nuts? Let's, Let's get, get nuts. nuts. <laughs> uh, one of my other favorite ones is two people cooking food, and it's Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. Luke, we're gonna have company. <laughs> yeah, that always pops up around Thanksgiving. Never rub another man through barb. Ew. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not a problem, sir. I, I think, like, Jack Nicholson probably ad-libbed a lot of his one-liners here. It seems like that, anyway. And his little poem. It's I, used like, to, go I used on. to think he was saying, you might join me for a week. It's like, what? Wait, what? Just a week? Not a weep. I mean, oh, we I... don't know how long Felicia has lived with him. Like, maybe you could survive a week. Now, in the script, this is when... He makes a little airplane. <laughs> Apparently, Alfred was going to show up with a bat suit. Batman was going to jump on a horse and chase after the Joker, who would go into a circus and accidentally kill Dick Grayson's parents. Yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen. No. Gets on a horse. What the fuck? Because Dark Knight Returns was popular. Oh. That image of Batman on the horse. But Yeah, but for everyone who didn't read... Dark Knight Returns, I've been like, what? I feel bad for that horse with not only a human... Well, you have to imagine, like, the, the initial script probably had the cloth suit and not the armor suit that, suit that he's wearing here. I guess. That's why I feel bad in movies when you see two people riding the same horse. and like, oh, God. Like when you see Legolas and Gimli riding the same horse in Lord of the Rings. And my horse is tired. <laughs> Your horse. Hey, what kind of cop are you anyway? You let, him get, anyway. You let them get, get away. away. <laughs> it Stop actually, cheering me up. <laughs> that horse almost killed Arnold in the making of that scene, really? too. Like, the, because they're on a little platform that's elevated and nearly pushed him off. Wow. Uh, Total Recall, the Arnold Schwarzenegger biography is fantastic. As Speaking of biographies, we get the little backstory here of Bruce Wayne's parents being killed. As if, as if we, the viewers, didn't know already. Well... But- you got to go back to the time. Not a lot of people knew the be- the origin because really by eighty nine. I mean, the very first episode of Batman sixty six touched on it, and that was it. And I never saw that episode in reruns. But there had to have been something when, like, some uh, a, fan, a casual fan watching it would ask their friend who knew about Batman, How, "Why did he become Batman?" Well, we're taking it from a, we're coming from a place of fans. Like, you have to go to people um, who were. The general audience going into this, but I'm sure a general audience fan. Batman's a fucking cultural well, phenomenon. Been one. I'm sure general fans by have, now, have. No, I'm sure even back in '89, general fans had f- knew someone who liked Batman, mm-hmm. or fucking like, like if anyone in my family in '89 didn't know anything about Batman, they could ask me, and I was five years old in '89. Gotcha. And I love how they keep uh, Batman suits in the little like safe here, just in case. It's only the upper torso, though. You so I guess. The legs with his Nike shoes are in another chest somewhere in there. So you have to imagine him in the in the the 
chest plates is running around looking for his leggings. <laughs> so, like you were saying, the reason why you had that scene in the, the apartment so he can realize, hey, he's the one to kill my parents. He could have said something like that in this scene here when uh, not Ed Koch uh, announces to Gotham City that we're canceling the parade. Yeah, but... He's not really saying he, he says that to his his prey because he likes the sound of it. He's kind of not really saying he, he's he's trying to not make people scared of him in this scene because he's going to give away a shitload. Of, he's going to give away a shitload of cash. Mm-hmm. I love how they frame this. How like they're looking to they're looking to the right, even though we don't know exactly what's there. Maybe like the fucking like TV truck is there or something, or like it's just coming in those speakers and they're they're addressing those yeah. speakers. Or there's like a monitor there or something. Mm-hmm. And what one thinks I am not. Is a killer. <laughs> it's a killer. <laughs> and nobody cares. <laughs> and so, 80s punks. Fucking Nikki Six right there. <laughs> that wasn't Nikki Six, was it? No. Okay. It looked just like him. Okay. Uh, I love how this bar is so low key that the bartender can have a full card game going on it's here. Fucking Lloyd the bartender. <laughs> Hi, Lloyd. <laughs> a little slow. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to watch that after you leave. What, watch The Shining? Yeah, why not? Because we were talking about that last we were talking night. About the, we were texting last night and talking about The Shining. I still got to see Dr. Sleep. It is fantastic. I I highly recommend is it. Is it just me or is Rose the Hat kind of a babe? Like, I think Rebecca oh, no, Ferguson she, is beautiful. No, no, she's the one of the most gorgeous people on the face of the planet, and she's both scary and beautiful in that movie. Okay. And, and I think her as Rose the Hat is she's somehow even more attractive. So we have Batman who's... Like if I was doing it with her, I'd want her to wear the hat. Oh my god. Just to be even creepier. <laughs> so how do you feel about Batman being... Uh, near I side? like all those rubber bats in the background just kind of like dangling there. Dangling there. I can see a big big like uh, industrial fan offset. Listen on strings. Like a Hammer horror movie or anything. Well, Batman wearing glasses, it's kind of a clear fucking weakness. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wears contacts. Maybe he has, like, super contacts. I understand they want to make him a little more dynamic here and everything, but it's maybe, just... Maybe they have, like, robotic techno contacts, which is why he doesn't have, like, the fucking lenses that, like, the comics portray. What is he, Jody the Fords with his uh, cyber eyes? Maybe. It's No, it's like, what the fuck is with those, those like, hook glasses? The, the wire rims? The wire they, rims. Those look like they would hurt your goddamn they ears. They must have, like, decades of glasses were yeah. like that. They must have tore up the back of yours all the time. Oh, no, they got contacts like at the end of They Live. <laughs> the Joker's but, really But then, alien. like, you always see everything in black and white. Like, that would be so nauseating. And so now we go into the flashback of the Wayne's uh, death here. I like this version of the Wayne's death. Well, it's, a- it's funny. When I was watching this one, I was, when I was, it must have been one, one of the first times I ever saw this. I was like, what the fuck is this scene? I didn't get it. I didn't get that it was a flashback at first. Even though, like, it's kind of like a dreamy uh, atmosphere. Yeah. Everything slow. Click, click of their shoes on the sidewalk. <laughs> and then the mobster's shoes. Click, 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 <laughs> click. What do we covet? We cover what we see every day, Clarice. He covets. Mm-hmm. Read, what do we covet? Read we, Marcus Aurelius. We covet what we see every day. That I may fall asleep to tonight. I may fall asleep to science of the land tonight. A census taker tried to test me once. I, I ate his liver, liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. candy. 
And, and so the Waynes are surrounded. I mean, imagine if that were Hannibal Lecter. He kind of looks like Hannibal kind Lecter. Kind of. He's got the he's got the Brian Cox. Uh, Tell splits. me something, kid. You ever eat father beans in an ice canty mm-hmm. in the pale moonlight? <laughs> blam blam blam! Did you drop the popcorn? Now what are you going to eat? Your parents are dead. <laughs> I, I love how the the was that supposed to be a young Bob the Goon? You know, I always used to think that as a kid, but probably not. Yeah, but I love how he's even taken aback by the the cruelty. The, yeah, like hey, we were just to rob him. We didn't need to kill him. He got killed by a young Doctor Teeth. He turns into the, clat- the chattering teeth, uh, Cenobite from Hellraiser. <laughs> the Cenobite. Mm. See you around, kid. See you around, kid. As the hammer gets uh, mm. clicked back. And the reveal that the Joker killed Batman's parents was very uh, controversial amongst yeah. fans. I remember actually. Uh, um, as a kid, you never always. I feel like there was this unclearness, if that's even a word, as to what was really considered canon and what was not. I remember, uh, what was it? One of my uncles that was most into this stuff, him saying that, like, no, the the canonicity is is the comics. You know, the movies right. can ha- do their own thing because they're just adaptations. Batman exists in the comics as his prior primary format, which is why, like, a lot of times when you see, like, you know adaptations of stuff and it goes in its own direction i kind of don't give a fuck because it's like the movies or whatever or their own for, i'm talking for other stuff i would have like friends at school that would think that uh the joker was the killer of batman's parents right that's how i was for years because i saw this before i started reading comics. and i corrected them <laughs> they must be corrected. corrected and so this would be the last day that alfred works at wayne manor yep after he's brought uh, biggie down here and she's like Begging him to like, why won't you love me? Why won't you love me, man, in a bat suit? If she found this out, she would not fucking stick around. She'd run like hell. <laughs> you know the enemies this guy must have? Yeah. She only wants him for his money. Wow, you said you calling Vicky Vale a gold digger? Well, I'm not saying that she doesn't have a pickaxe hiding in that really big coat, but maybe. <laughs> like maybe that's what she uses as a hanger, as a pickaxe. Uh... But... Uh, you guys, you guys were together one fucking night. What are you talking about, love? I would not want to date Vicky Vale. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to work. I gotta go to work. Oh. You guys slept together one fucking night. You're not in love. No. It doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Click. And the weird bat symbol with the tail. What the fuck was the story with that? I have no idea why it was designed like that, but every other piece of merchandise for years was the... The poster, the one sheet. Oh, yeah. I remember when the actual, not the Toy Biz action figure line, but actually even, no, not the Toy Biz, the actual Batman movie line did not even have that logo of the toys. You know, I don't think it was until like the most recent like NECA statues where we had the correct uh, logo and everything. There's a part of me that thinks the Toy Biz one did have that, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And so all the goons and Axis Chemicals here are going to open fire. I actually love the way that, that that scene with the machine guns blasting the door was recreated in the fucking NES game. Nice. The NES game literally just, like, skips to the end of the movie <laughs> and adds a bunch of, like, scenes that didn't actually happen. I love this miniature here blowing up. There was actually – the NES game was actually done way differently. The uh, cutscenes – there's a prototype ROM out there where – you have, like, more cutscenes instead of just, like, basic things that mm-hmm. actually add a whole new story to it. 
where you don't even fight the Joker at the end. You kill, like, the last bad guy who's, like, at the end of the cathedral before the Joker in the finished version, and then you go to the Joker's hideout. He thinks that you're the boss of that level, saying, oh, did you kill Batman? And then he realizes you're there, and then you take him in. And the art style looked a little more like, like a hybrid of the movie in the comics. Mm-hmm. And watch how the the belt slips down his waist here. Oh, I love looking at this fucking miniature toy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the miniature toy of the helicopter. Yeah, when ah, we, watch me! When we, when we cut to the wide shot of the helicopter. <laughs> and Joker's suit is red. Yeah, this yeah. is action figures. <laughs> WXYZ. Uh, more prints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be the first song people start dancing to at my wedding. They're like, that's Yeah, we're starting off with uh, Trust. Everything happens on this block. Yep. You got the cathedral, the movie theater, the city yeah, hall. Yeah, it's on the one block, but you know, it's bigger than the the Gotham Square and Batman Returns. Yeah. Everything seems like a set. At least this is a soundstage. You know, or backlog. One, one of the only things ever motivating me to play through the PS1 Batman and Rama game is the fact that it is a true open world game. And the fact that there are locations from all four Batman movies in there, but... Many of them are locked at first. You can actually, right in the beginning, go to Gotham Square and it looks just like from Batman Returns. But to actually play through enough of the game to get to, like, if you look at the map screen, Axis Chemicals is on there. I think even Arkham Asylum. Maybe even the fucking bank from Batman Forever. I'm not sure, but I'd have to play that again, but I would need a lot more fucking tequila first. I did see that sitting on your, sh- uh, sh- uh, your shelf, and I was wondering if you had uh, broken that out recently or not. Your Batman and Robin uh, game. Oh, on uh, my game show? No, not recently. Okay. Now, apparently, in the early version of the script, people look at the money and they realize it is just it, one dollar bill. It's with. in the comic adaptation, too. And I think there's one shot of once the Smilex gas is already dropped and the guy starts covering his face with the fake you money. It. You can see it. It's like for a couple frames. But this is just a Joker thing to do, just to get people out there and have a good fun with all the floats and for the 200-year mm-hmm. anniversary. But where are the cops? Where are the cops? I swear you see a few of them peppered out there. I may be wrong, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mass Murder Joker is in uh, Main Street Gotham. Send uh, the police, not Barney Fife. Or the he's got the police on the fucking take. Possibly. I mean, he had Eckhart on the take. Lieutenant Eckhart. Lieutenant Eggcart. <laughs> More bad dance law. Oh, you guys, look at this. Take Gotham's pictures. Greed. Gotham's Greed. Hmm. She's, just, she's checking out that one guy who's yeah. dancing. Oh, my God, the Batwing. Uh, they sold this as a toy. I have the fucking Toy Biz Batmobile somewhere down here. Huh. I lost the fucking uh, little missiles hmm. when I was a wee bastard. That's the one downside of all the action figures and toys like that that has projectiles oh, so with it. Par- parts missing. Oh, so many parts missing. Time for who you want? Money, 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 money. Who, who do, do you, you trust? trust? Me? Me? I'm giving away free money. Giving away free money. And where? I love that one bill that's stuck on the rim on of his, his hat. Brim. <laughs> I bet you that's the reason why they went with this take here. Like, oh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> I mean, use that one. Keep that. It's so kooky. And nobody notices that. The giant bat flying around? The giant bat symbol. Not a giant bat, a giant bat symbol. A very impractical bat symbol. 
Because you could, you could, like, if you look at, like, a stealth bomber, you could kind of reshape it to be, like, the, the, the current and most common Batman logo. Right. With that one, it's, it's, I feel like it's too aerodynamically impractical. No, yeah. But it's fucking cool looking when it flies in front of the moon for no reason. Yep. That used to be my, uh, computer background for a while. What, when he's in front of the moon? Yeah. Nice. I think I still have it. This shot always freaked me out when the guy starts coming out of the, the neck of the yeah. balloon and it starts blowing up. We almost—that's the weird part now. Now we see everyone run around, but they're kind of still running around like they were before. We almost don't get like a citizen reaction shot establishing that this shit's killing you. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's green gas. It, it doesn't take much stretch of the imagination to think, oh, this gas coming out—it's probably killing them. No, no, not these days anymore. Oh, we have to get that. We're going to kill everybody. Right there. With right the money. here. I ah, couldn't see his hand was obs- obstructing. And I wish that Knox actually came with Karate what, Chop. What kind of a shitty car does he have where you got to just Karate Chop the trunk to get into it? He keeps fucking rope at baseball bats. <laughs> and fucking Corey Haim just died. <laughs> That's Corey Haim in a bender. With a big smile on his face. Well, now he's he's gone. So. Oh. I like that. The baby uh, balloon mm-hmm. where they got the gas coming out of the diaper. That's appropriate. Mm-hmm. That looks like the most uncomfortable thing to pilot. Yeah. Especially in that costume. Yeah. Where you can't fucking turn your head. Now, I'm so, I... He's driving into that matte painting. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful. Careful. Uh, um... I've watched this movie so many times. Whenever I hear the score, I can hear the sound effects of when they're supposed to play in time with the score. Like I know when the the batwing flies by oh. and all the weird the engine uh, afterburners kick in. Wait, everything. did that lawyer sign just say Clark Kent? I don't remember. Or Clark and Kent? Maybe. Fuck. And we can't rewind right now because it's a commentary track. <laughs> now everybody's running away. Yeah. What does she think she's doing? She's going to drive into the crowd? Well, just stop. Why are you still driving when your friend is hanging on for dear life? He is not Zoe Bell. He can't just uh, drive around with people and in the hoods. Wasn't this the point where we thought Knox was dead, but they liked him so much they let him live? Yeah. But that fuck, somebody was throwing out like fucking seven different pillows, so he landed on that thing of feathers. Thankfully. Those garbage bags full of feathers. Like nobody was nobody was throwing out their old knife collection that day. <laughs> Uh, actually, there's one time when I was waiting for the bus in like high school, garbage truck drove by and a bloody knife fell out the back of it. Oh shit! And it was a hunting knife, and we're like, um. Well, before what we just missed, yeah, when he was first hitting the little switches, like yeah. the little close up of his finger that moves in. I used to not know what the fuck that was. Like, was that like his fist? <laughs> was that his fucking dick or something? <laughs> Bat dick enlarged because it goes in so slowly, beep, boop, and comes back out like it's retracting, like. <laughs> Was he flicking switches with his boner? Because he's, <laughs> he's so compressed in there, <laughs> and he and he has he has something to be prepared in case a villain attacks with balloons. Well, let's put this up in the atmosphere. It can won't have any uh, problems that well, way. Also, what's funny the velocity they're going at when the actual little like scissor clamps close, they're all centered in the four exa- the four exact spots that uh, you know they would be in. What, yep. Like, what if Joker had five balloons and Batman would have had to make two trips? Yep. Things. I someone tell me that he had one of those things. Bob. Gun. Gun. Ugh. Sorry, Bob. As much as we love Bob, 
That is a Joker trope to, to, to kill an underling. Gonna need a minute or two alone, boys. But at that point, that's when I quit. I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. Like, if if you can kill Bob, I'm not sticking around. Yeah, right. Well, if you try to fucking run away, he'll kill you. Yep. yep everyone's opening fire on citizens, but there we go. Batman. I've always cool. wanted to fly in front of the moon one day. I can't see it because I'm in the thing, but I'm sure it'll look cool for whoever's watching this movie. I mean, it, it is it is it self-indulgent, is cool. but I love it. It's cool looking. Yeah. Like, there are times when a movie can have fun and be cool. So, wait, now when he turns off his... Look at that, dimmer volume. He turned off the dimmer and volume, and now fucking guns and missiles come out. I, I think they might have miss... Uh, when he turns off his balloon trapping machine, <laughs> missiles and machine guns come out. Now, either... A... And you gruesome son of a bitch, come to me. That... I used to get in so much trouble for saying that. <laughs> either Batman can't shoot worth a shit... Or his targeting system's all fucked up. And now he's killing people. What is this, a Zack Snyder film? (laughs) Hmm. There are people who listen to this show who are Zack Snyder fans. I'm sorry. (gasps) Bro, come on. Yeah, like, Celebrate your fucking equipment. (laughs) And uh, now, how would he walk? How would, how would he be able to bend his leg while walking? He'd be like limping the whole time with that. Hey, thing I feel like this is when you would cut in the clip from Ed Wood, like of Johnny Depp saying, "Nobody's gonna pay, pay, pay attention to that." You ever heard of suspension, suspension of disbelief? And <laughs> woo! And this is when the, the look on his the, face. Kind of the miniature work is kind of a yeah. little ropey here. As the Batwing crashes through those miniatures, those matchbox matchbox cars go flying. Thunderbirds are going to fly out. Hmm. I mean, it's not as bad as the rubble in Superman the movie when he stops the dam from leaking. It was like fucking pebbles they found <laughs> on a nearby playground. <laughs> <laughs> they just scooped up with like a fucking peanut scooper. <laughs> now, I want to... Chock full of nuts. That's where the... Yes. <laughs> wow. Slowing the uptake there. Back to an earlier joke. Yes. Well, wow, he bailed out quick. I want to know how he got under the back of it. Is that like where the He knew Vicky Vale was coming. Uh, and he had to hide from her so she could get kidnapped. I'm just going to pass out for a few seconds. For two. <laughs> Five minutes. Why would you need a cathedral that big? This is not Notre Dame. Oh, there's a takeoff New York City. Yeah. Even their cathedrals aren't that egregious. No. The fucking Stay Puft Marshmallow Man could step on one <laughs> and still have to climb the next building over to get to them. Nobody steps our church, church in, in my, my town. town. I want to go there again, but I don't want to go with the city or be near anyone in it. Well, you didn't want to go in the city to begin with. I don't, but. Prior to a pandemic. Yeah. But if I happen to be there, it's like, you know what? I should visit some of these places because they're cool. I have been I have been to Dana Barrett's apartment and the church that the Marshmallow Man stepped on. I don't think the Central Park uh, restaurant is there anymore. It's not. It closed down a few years ago. Actually, yeah. God, it might be 10 years already because I forget how much time has passed. Now, does Batman knock these pillars over or does he trip into them? Oh, no. I think he, I think he like, falls down while hurt. 
Or he tripped over that bar that was there. Dude. See, it's okay what happens if, it, when you have Batman wears glasses. It's okay if PJ Souls can trip over a dolly track. Batman can play dominoes with fucking trash <laughs> How do you heat that fucking building? I don't like, know. What, in the winter, is everyone just cold? Masses are 35 minutes in length. No wonder Homer Simpson didn't want to go to church anymore. <laughs> the communion is real quick. Homer had a great day by skipping church. <laughs> now who knows how I feel. Ah... <sighs> Joker likes feet. Mm. Joker showing his foot fetish. Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We don't kink shame here. We haven't talked about the Batman. <laughs> it's raining <thing>. shoes. <laughs> Batman can't move his neck. Yeah. Because they made a, the costume out of like a hard foam rubber. I, I guess so he could shape it better, so he could really shape the cow. But mm. see, I look at the Nolan design, and it is it is a pretty genius design. Like making it like a, well, I don't want to say genius. It's probably something that should have been done a long time ago. But, like, making it kind of like a motorcycle helmet, like, that was where they got the impression. Can you not, like, almost, I don't want to say laminate it in something that is flexible enough to where he turns the head, but you don't see the noticeable gap in the cowl and the neck piece? Mm. That's what I want to see someone pull off. We we'll have to wait and see. Because that, that's another one. We haven't even talked about that yet. Why this is my favorite on-screen bat suit. I've said this before in the Arkham Asylum podcast we did. Mm -hmm. I always visualize Batman's outfit as this complex fucking body armor, like several steps below and like, like below an Iron Man suit, but above fucking just tights, you know, in police riot gear, like that middle ground. Mm -hmm. But given the appearance of just like a normal muscular guy for decep deceptive purposes. And right. We, and we kind of see that with all the gadgets he has on the suit that pop out, like when he hits the guy in the balls in a little bit, but the body armor underneath, you know, and that's like, I, you ever, you ever read the, uh, I have it, the DK book of Batman? No. It's the one where it's uh, DK books. They're the ones that do those like breakdowns of things where they'll do like uh, how cars work and they'll show like the exploded view of cars and stuff. Yeah. They did a few comic based ones and there was the Batman one where like you see all his gadgets and these like exploded view. I have the first edition of it, but they described the Batsuit as like this amazingly advanced suit under the guise of something normal looking. Mm -hmm. So say if you were doing like a reboot and you wanted to combine the best of both worlds, you'd have like the Nolan version where here's the advanced infantry suit for, you know, advanced uh, prototype suit for infantry. Describe all the cool things of it. But then when Batman's customizing it, you see him put over, like, the fake muscles for a little more, like... Uh, uh, intimidation factor. Intimidate, but also impact protection. You can see him doing, like, like a fucking gel mesh or whatever right. that helps absorb impact when someone punches him, or, like when Joker hurts his fist. But see him put, like, the fake muscles over everything for deceptive purposes. Speaking of intimidation, apparently the... the um name that they used to film Batman Begins under was called the Intimidation Game. Ah. So people would not be able to figure out they were shooting Batman. That's been like my biggest problem with like Batman suits of like the past, you know. 30 years? I'd say 20. I'd uh, say 15. I mean like my personal favorite is still the Batman Returns one, but I understand your criticism of it because it feels a little too... Too technical looking. Yeah. Like am, am I going to be intimidated more... By someone who is wearing, like, oh, my God, this guy could probably kick my ass. Look at how fucking technologically advanced that suit is it looks. Or another guy where it's like, 
uh, he's got like normal muscles and stuff, but he's oh my god, shit. you know, I just fucking got destroyed, and I swear to God, there was some kind of like it was as if some gadgets were coming out and hitting me or something, mm. you know? That couldn't have just been just him. the concealment factor. Yeah, the concealment, the st- going with the stealth theme. But I, I like the yellow, the yellow oval. Oh yeah. Uh, and I love the explanation of that in The Dark Knight Returns, that it's armor-plated, so people would shoot here rather mm-hmm. than his head. It gets your att- Yellow is an attention-grabbing color. Right. <laughs> That's what like, I love in the... Uh, and now Batman has to fight Ray Charles. <laughs> a very muscular Ray Charles. <laughs> they doing the mess around. <laughs> he's, he's telling them to hit the road jack, but it ain't working. Hey, doing a mess around. <laughs> I got that scene from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> John Candy's taking Batman on a trip, and Batman's trying to sleep. <laughs> Batman just turns to uh, John Candy's stress of the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but like I was saying, I I miss the the yellow oval. I I do like the design for this uh, bat symbol on the suit more than the Batman Returns one. But like, uh, I, I wish I could just piece together my favorite like versions of the suits. I I, I could fucking the, the the symbol in this movie. I could take it or leave it. It doesn't bother me either way. I mean, I'm so like used to the normal unique. one. Yeah. Even if it's inconsistent with the rest of the merchandise of the movie. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Batman's not doing good in this no, fight. He it, forgot it, how to it, fight. He's turning into an AEW He's getting match. getting the shit beat out of him by a fucking blind blues musician. <laughs> <laughs> a nice tumble, though. Yeah. And just that fucking, like, like I swear to the God, long- that punching sound effect came from the 60s show. That's why I used to blend the two mentally, just because I was small and oh, I, the, I, didn't understand, the, I didn't understand tone. No, and the fact that this is done in Pinewood Studios, like, a lot of the, it's, it's stuff. Ooh, ooh. Ow. I guarantee you he didn't feel the rest of this, just because, nah. like, his fucking cranium was just cr- fucking crushed. He really got his bell rung. <sighs> <laughs> just no, just like not the joke, just like that. Just like <laughs> this gigantic bell, and the bell was. It's not like he went. It's not he like stopped. he stopped. It's the not bell like he, moving. Well, no, no, it's not like he swung his head with the swing of the bell. The bell was swinging back towards him, so it was the full force of the bell the going right into his fucking head. Like, oh my god, I think he he wouldn't have been able to scream. His fucking cranium would have been shattered. Um, Ugh. ow. Well, they use all the library sound, like so many of the gunshots and explosions mm-hmm. and stuff you've heard in Bond movies oh, the, the past 20 years. The fucking point. ricocheting. Yeah. Pee! I mean, it's not as bad as like the spaghetti westerns of like the 60s with like the Sergio Leone movies. Like that stuff's really cheap. And... Was there a Wilhelm scream in this? I don't think so. All right. Now Joker gets. There is one in Batman Returns. Now Joker gets a boner so big he's frozen into position. Because... Yeah. Like he got, he gets his arm kissed. And he's like, oh. Because a woman almost as good looking as the woman he, he had is just gently kissing his arm and his suit, even though she was just repulsed by him seconds ago. It's as if he's never been with a woman before. Like, oh, this this kills it for me. I hate to say I, it. I like the fact that Vicky Vale's taking initiative trying to get out of here, even though she's going to pretend to blow him right here. Yeah. Oh! And that too. You idiot! You made me. And the, the, what was it, the cracked, um, 
the fucking cracked issue where they do the, the funny comic to this. Uh-huh. This whole scene was an argument between the two of them of who made each other. <laughs> like overcomplicated. And, and this is like, it's like the one downside of Batman and Joker uh, conflicts it's, is because like Batman could just, just put him yeah. into a, a full body cast. It's the reason why Bane was created in the comics. <laughs> fucking spits out the false teeth. That was always funny. Well, I know in later oh. versions of comics, I know in, like, uh, The Man Who Laughs, Joker was more portrayed as just being unpredictable in his movements. Yeah, like, and so... Just, like, he'll, like, fucking, like, he, like, headbutts Batman with, like, the top of his head into, like, his jaw and just, like, the way he swings his arm, like... Like, Batman almost underestimates him at times. Mm-hmm. That's... That's... Uh, testament to Ed Brubaker's writing on that one. I love that issue. I think it's also because Joker does seem to be portrayed as having a fucking death wish that... He doesn't care what he does. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll do things that are completely impractical in hand-to-hand fighting because he has no fucking regard for his own well-being. No. He, he will do, he'll, he'll do like, crazy-ass headbutts that would probably rock a normal person. Mm-hmm. But since he's already fucking nuts, he cut. What are you laughing at? You say that a lot. I say it to you a lot. <laughs> because I find things, uh, I find things very... He you know, made things very amusing. Oh, and Joker now is about to do his Tim joke. Let me let you a hand. Let <laughs> 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 you a hand. He's with it. Uh, and the when we t- we go to the overhead shot here, and the, yeah. the, the colors change because of the the opticals. And Batman's logo is uh, white instead of yellow. That mm-hmm. happens in a couple of scenes. But ironically, for promotional materials, Batman's see right there, white. Yeah. Batman's logo in Batman Returns for promotional materials is white because of the wintertime theme. So I used to, whenever I'd rewatch this, I would say to myself, "Oh, it's the Batman Returns logo." <laughs> yeah, the first time I ever saw a fucking Batman Returns TV spot, I was like shitting my pants as a kid. Scared? No, just like with ex- excitement and anticipation. It, it was like it, it was TGIF night. It was a Friday. We were watching TGIF on ABC, of course. Mm-hmm. And then you know I see like a commercial come on Warner Brothers picture. I'm like oh, that's who does Batman. And then there's like Michael Keaton. I'm like oh, Michael Keaton from Batman. And then Michelle Pfeiffer. Then you see like the two of them, like the scene when they kiss in front of the fireplace. But then Batman comes on, and I literally got up and I was like, oh my god, it's Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. That was pre-internet when all you had was like magazines or entertainment tonight to find out. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was ever coming out when. I think I might have said this in our Ninja Turtles one, but when my family and I went to go see Ninja Turtles, because I got got to see it in theaters when I was five, Mm -hmm. before we went to Friendly's where one of my aunts was working at the time, and one of my uncles who loves just, you know, being a practical joker and an asshole... He kept telling me the whole night, yeah, we're going to go see Batman 2. We're going to go see Batman. I have like visual, because I didn't even know there was a Batman 2. You know, there is no, no internet, no magazines. You just trust what the adults say. Yeah. Oh, he, he's an adult. He knows that there's a Batman 2. A fucking guy could have pulled up in a van and said, you want to watch Batman 2? I've got a copy of it in my van, and I would have gone in. Oh, my God. And that would have been the I never would have seen Batman 2, no. 3, 4. You would have needed a Batman in that moment. Well, well, I mean, you know, it, maybe it would have been for the best, because then I wouldn't have had to see Batman 4. But, Yeah. Uncle kept telling me, oh, yeah, go see Batman 2, Batman 2. Um, and so Joker is no Falls more. to his death. Even though they could have just pulled over. That's so bad. That's like animation. Yeah, but you can see, I don't know if it's worse, either that or the elastic arms of Dick Jones and RoboCop. Yeah. Well, before, when they showed the miniature of the helicopter pulling in and, you know, fl- hovering overhead, Batman and Vicky Vale are hanging there. It's like a paper Batman and Vicky Vale because you see them just completely stiff, just like slowly. Stationary there. Slowly wafting forward and <laughs> backward. 
that right there when she like, ah, whoa, whoa. Uh, their organ, her organs were all messed up for that well, was, sudden stop there. When we were, I was watching this as a kid. My mother noticed that and she made me rewind it like two, three times. To see. At the end, she goes, ah, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Now for some, for a while, I'm like, is he still alive? I was thinking he must be because he wiped the blood off of his chin. Mm-hmm. And this fucking laugh used to be in my ringtone when I would get text messages. <laughs> now imagine if I was texting you just bad puns with that sound effect accompanying it. Uh, my neck is already starting to hurt from it. <laughs> now, this almost wasn't the last we saw of Jack Nicholson as the Joker. If Batman and Robin was successful, there was going to be a thir- uh, fifth movie. Third by Joel Schumacher, Batman Triumphant. Yeah. With the Scarecrow, and he would have hit Batman with his hallucination gas, and they were trying to get in talks to get Jack Nicholson to come back for hallucinations. Yeah. As it the was Joker. Like the Joker, the, the Penguin would have came back, um, Riddler and everybody. I just hope George Clooney wouldn't have come back. I feel like if he was given a better script, I think he would have been. Like, I enjoy his Bruce Wayne scenes in Batman and Robin. I think he's doing a good enough job, even if he, his head is still doing the bobbling thing from the ER. <laughs> Hi, Freeze. I'm, I'm Batman, Batman, and I don't care. <laughs> Kill the heroes. Kill them. Yes. yes. This is Please when- inform the citizens of Cloud City that Cloud City has earned the rest from the Empire. But if the forces of the Empire should rise again to cast Call a Ray. shadow on the heart of the galaxy far, far away, call me. Excuse me. How do we call him? And I'll inexplicably show up and say that I was hanging out with Luke Skywalker, although he, despite being in exile for how many years, he I, just told me, hang on, I I'll assume, be right back. I assume that was before and I his exile. To him. All right, but how long did he tell fucking Lando he was in exile? Or did he just tell him, hey, I'm going to the bathroom, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll hang out on this desert planet as a senior citizen while you come back. I Bring me back a Colt 45. <laughs> I don't want to get into that now. Uh, no one does. <laughs> and so is when we get the pat signal. And but I do uh, love Swiss cheese. <laughs> it's a well-made Swiss cheese movie. Uh, yeah, I guess. Swiss cheese is made very well. <laughs> and so Alfred brings the limo around. That's the Rolls Royce. Oh. The Ro- the, uh, the Royce, the Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. And it's in England. You can tell it's, it's they're in England because he's driving on the, the other, other side. side. I am not surprised. I'm not a bit surprised. Oh, this triumphant music. Every time I ever thought of, like, as a kid being a superhero and beating the villain, I would think of this music. It's one of the first images that always comes to my mind whenever I think of Batman is this scene here when they transition to the, the miniature as we go up to Batman standing on the roof with the foreground while the background is the signal. And the music at the, dun, 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 and then the the church bell at the end, like dun, dun. And he's just standing there looking at it because he's got nothing better to do. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to go home. Oh, that girl's gonna be there. I don't want to <laughs> go home. Nothing against Kim Basinger. <sighs> they, they just didn't give her anything really to do in this movie. That's the sad thing. Well, uh, I don't know. I feel like they made her too much of a clinger. <laughs> she slept right, with no, them. Like, she slept with them once, that's and not now Kim she's Basinger's talking fault, and, and That's the script's fault. Yeah, I know. Hey, Peter McDonald did the second unit work on this, who also directed Rambo 3. And Derek Meddix, who's famous for miniature work. And so that's Batman. That's Batman. So how do you feel about it? 
I still love this movie. I'll still always watch it. I will say, and I forgot to say this before, there was a time after The Dark Knight came out when I would have trouble watching this. Really? That happens to me. When something I fucking love that is amazingly iconic, you know, is there, and then something else comes that fucking in the same genre, or basically the the next phase of it that literally raises the bar in such a huge way, like kind of like that one was, the one that really raised the bar next, I go back to it and I have trouble. I had the same problem with fucking going back to Ocarina of Time after pre- playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And that happened fucking when, what was it? I was playing Breath of the Wild and then I had to do something. On my, I wanted to check some mod I did on my N64 or whatever. I played it immediately after turning off Breath of the Wild. I'm like, holy shit, this is old. <laughs> this is limited. Wow. Like, fucking hell. Because, like, you're in, you're in Hyrule. There's gra- tall grass, forests, bugs, you know, fog, fireflies, all these things that make the world. And then you're just around this barren fucking Hyrule field with a tree here, a few bushes there. Yeah, peaks and dips in elevation. Mm-hmm. But you could see one end of it from the other end. <laughs> Not that I don't love Ocarina. No, like, no, I can, I can still go back to Ocarina of Time, play it, and enjoy the hell out of it. Just like I can go back to this movie and, you know, watch it and enjoy the hell out of it. Well, that's a thing. Where I, I get my love comes once things settle in, everything goes back to normal. Yeah, I assume it's like it's the most recent thing. It's the new shiny. It's new shiny toy. I don't even want to say new shiny toy because the idea of the new shiny toy is that oh, another toy is going to come along. It, it, it's literally the next major milestone. And, it's it's the next raising of the bar. And after like Batman begins the, dark the next Hank, evolution, right? When Batman Begins and The Dark Knight came out, it was like, like, oh, this is what Batman's going to be like. Fuck the the Burton yeah, Schumacher movies. Yeah, that's movies. the fucking line of stupid people. But I, st- I still say from a visual perspective, I like this better than the Dark Knight trilogy. This one movie over the Dark Knight trilogy. Visually. Visually, okay. From a visual art direction, you know, standpoint, I, I still think this captures the look of Batman better than Dark Knight trilogy. Well, because that's the that's the thing about it the the fact that like Burton leaned into the gothic nature of it. Um, I love the look of Batman Begins because it is kind of a blending of like a real city, but it's also hyper. It's hyper. It's heightened when yeah. it comes to its way of depicting things. But the, by the time you get the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, it's just Chicago well, I mean, and I, Pittsburgh. I mean, comics are meant to be stylized. This is stylized and looks like a shithole. So yeah, you know. Um. But also the same thing probably happened when this movie came out and said, oh, well, fuck the 60s TV show. This is what Batman is. It's yeah. probably – same thing will happen again. Uh, I still enjoy it even though Batman calls the fucking Pentagon. Oh, hello, Batman. Uh, oh, General, it's Batman. Like, <laughs> you, saw, you sold a pre-nuclear submarine to somebody without a return address. Yeah. P. and Gwyn. Fucking – wow. <laughs> Everyone was high in the 60s. But that's also the reason why he he mind-messes up everybody else in the uh, the UN, and he just kind of dips out of the He Irish goodbyes them when everybody's all messed up. Yeah. It's such a weird ending to that movie. I know, right? The end, question mark. <laughs> like They say that as if it's like Flash Gordon. Yeah. Like the end, question mark. Um, well, that's the end of the movie. Yeah, so uh, final thoughts. I love it. I still love it. I will always love it. It has flaws. It's not perfect. And the bar has been raised substantially over it, but it's still worth it. I have to agree. It is one of the most rewatchable movies of all time. It is 
like I, I really sat down recently and I thought of like the five movies that made me want to be a filmmaker and the movies would be Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, Star Wars New Hope, The Terminator, and this. The only thing this was missing was the fucking Diet Coke commercial and the Warner Brothers catalog ad from the VHS tape. Hold it. Hold it right there. You I need to watch that. those on YouTube now. Yeah, you can do that. Because uh, fucking, what was it? Um, the first, Diet v- Coke right now. the first VHS copy of this I owned. Well, I didn't really own it. I kind of stole it from my step-siblings, but that's okay because all the fucking video games I used to s- steal and sell of mine. So, fair is fair. Did, it didn't have that. It just had the Warner Brothers. That's cold. That almost, it's so funny, too, because, like, for the older fans out there, when you watch a certain version of the film... And it has all these things in the beginning. They they become as iconic as the film itself. And trying to watch it in the beginning is all, is weird. Yeah, it, it, it's like when you put on First Awake, Force Awakens for the first time in the fucking twentieth century. Fox jingle isn't there. Yeah. Speaking of Disney, apparently, um, oh, my friend Andy when he's watching one of the new Disney, like he was watching um, Hunchback of Notre Dame, like on iTunes. It's the new Disney logo before, not the nineties. Oh shit! And like that's not cool. See, I'm keeping. I just wish my VHS tapes of Disney movies were in fucking widescreen, mm. because I want. I want to. Uh, you can uh, probably find laser discs of them. For how much? Good point. And will they be in widescreen? Did they even bother to release widescreen? I bet you. Maybe? If there's one, it's Sleeping Beauty, because that was made in Cinemascope. Yeah. But no, I want to start getting stuff to uh, digitize my old videotapes and laser discs. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because um, I like, I'm already a fucking like quality person, you know. And when it comes to like actually capturing footage, learning about that just from fucking gaming and stuff, I have my you know XRGB Mini Frame Meister that I use for my retro games. But you know, putting stuff through that video stuff, you know, at, at, like video upscale is meant for gaming. You could actually get a nice picture with uh, video tapes and laser discs. Mm-hmm. So that's all I want to do: get like a nice, like really sharp, like 480p. Transfer and then use uh, AI upscaling. Get some kind of program to like because that that thing's fucking AI upscaling is, big, is that's like the wave of the future. Mm-hmm. But all they're using it for right now is getting 1080p to 4K like for real. So limited. Show me some fucking standard def stuff and what you could do with that, and then I'll fucking care. Gotcha. Check out Resident Evil HD project on uh, fucking PC. Hmm. Resident Evil was it like one, two, and three? Right. Where they take like the backgrounds and fucking run them through an HD upscaler, an AI enhanced upscaling, and it's fucking magnificent. Nice, but yeah. So this is just like, and going back, one last movie I want to say before we all wrap it up. Another movie that I think of the commercials before a movie because I watched it so much on VHS was The Last Action Hero, and I remember because this is the early '90s. This is when Arnold was doing the. I want to pump you up, like kind of commercial. Where it's him you going to all to school. Pump you up. up. It's all the schools around America. With him, it's like bringing uh, gym equipment to schools and everything, and, and um, endorsing and enhancing uh, fitness uh, kind of things for elementary and middle schoolers. And I'm like, I try to find that on YouTube. I can't. And I'm like, damn. God damn it! Do I have to rip it from my VHS copy? Because I think I still have that. Anyway. So yeah, I absolutely love it. It is one of the most rewatchable movies in my lifetime, and I just can't believe it's over thirty years old already. Yeah. 
I, I recommend it even to fucking young people now. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, you're not going to get crazy over the top CGI action. You're not going to get the most amazing martial arts stunts, but you're going to get a good, you know, gritty movie. You're going to get a Joker that's fucking crazed in a violent way. Mm-hmm. I it, do believe Heath Ledger raised the bar for the Joker too, but I love what Nicholson brings to the table and the comic book authenticity. Yes. I mean, it's, it's definitely a movie of its time, but it's also very timeless. It is just... That's nothing too. The, the absence of modern technology. Nobody's running around with cell phones. There's no point in the movie where cell phones are required for the plot. No. Where somebody needs to make a phone call and they're looking for like a payphone or whatever. That's know? the one thing with The Dark Knight. Like it will be dated eventually. Because you know? yep. they are used... The, this is the pre-smartphone era at that yep. point. When they're using like... Cell phones for fucking triangulating shit. Yeah, when Batman turns into Dick Cheney in the third act. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I hope everybody's enjoyed this episode here, and hope you put uh, you turned off your movie. And still the movie's been over for a while, but we're still talking. <laughs> we're still talking, as you know from our, especially when we record together, we can't oh, shut the hell up. But I hope everybody's enjoyed this our uh, commentary to Batman. Hopefully, we'll be able to do some more commentaries and regular reviews in the commentaries. Future. We got an announcement coming. Of course, you have to you have to wait and see with that. So. Um, Big uh, news coming. Exactly. For anyone so, that likes me and Tim's stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to miss that... Wait, you can speaking just... of dating things. Piggy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Professor Pig now? <laughs> Batman villains. Oh, Subscribe to the show if you never when miss an episode. End? What? When will this end? <laughs> Said uh, the audience. Uh, follow my YouTube channel, Through the Lens Productions. Go to youtube.com slash Through the Lens Productions. Through as if you're going through a window, and you'll find all my short films are up there. Um, I'm not too much on social media anymore, but I will be making announcements like on my Twitter at Timothy Rooney 2 and my Instagram at TRooney1012. Otherwise, I'm not really on social media, at least at the time being. But like I said, subscribe to the show, rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps to get the word out there. Uh, Mike, thank you for taking time out of your day to talk Batman with me. Thanks for having me, buddy. Hope everyone's enjoyed our commentary and come back next time to continue to talk about geek and pop culture. And we'll speak to you soon.